1: You're listening to the eighth season of CHSL Football on the Patriot. Our game of the week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and The Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you exciting matchups within the best league in the state. Now it's time to send it to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL Football. Here's Brendan Shabath and Dylan Dixon.
6: It's the Catholic High School League Game of the Week. It's Friday night football here in southeast Michigan. Brother Rice taking on Detroit Country Day. Our host, Lawrence Tech University, for this Catholic High School League Game of the Week. Thank you for joining us. My name is Brennan Shabat. Joining alongside me, Dylan Dixon. Dylan, this is pretty awesome. Announcing Catholic High School League football and two U of D Jesuit grads on the call. Pretty cool.
7: Yep, it's awesome that we can be out here today. It's going to be a great game. I'm sure these two teams are playing in one of the best environments they could be at here at beautiful Lawrence Tech with the lodge, whizzing by. This, is, this environment is just electric for the guys. So looking now, forward to see what happens out here.
6: Now, this is set to be a pretty good matchup. I think Brother Rice probably comes into this game as the favorite, but Detroit Country Day has the better record right now with just two losses, four wins. Brother Rice comes into this game 5-3 and right now. Um, But there's a little bit of controversy here at Detroit Country Day. They've leaned heavily this season on their star quarterback, box safety, kicker, or punter, excuse me, Brandon Mann, the senior quarterback. Uh, He's committed verbally to Kent State. Um, Brandon Inge, former Detroit Tiger, uh, legend in the state of Michigan, uh, works with the baseball department at Country Day, says uh, Brandon Mann has superstar potential in baseball. He's actually a great athlete. He's a corner infielder. He, Brandon Inge thinks he could hit 280 if he really wanted to. He says he he, wake, he gets up out of bed and just hits the ball out of the park without even really trying. Uh, Mann is 34 for 66 on the year. Uh, for 539 yards, seven touchdowns. He's also ran for over 200 yards and two touchdowns, averaging almost 5 yards per carry. But according to some sources we have, man didn't dress for practice on Wednesday night, and it's a little difficult from up here on top of the Lawrence Tech press box to see, but it, I don't see a number 13 out there right now, Dylan. That's bad news for Country Day.
7: Yeah, that's scary for Country Day. A guy like Brandon Man, he's truly the heart and soul of their team. Beyond being the most physically talented an imposing player in their roster. He's also the heart and soul in terms of leadership. So they're definitely going to be missing a ton if Brandon Mann is not able to lead the offense and the defense out there tonight. If Mann is
6: not out there, the Yellow Jackets will lean on junior quarterback Hunter Riuta to take over the starting positions. But one player that is almost certainly going to play for Country Day tonight is Gabe Winowich, the sophomore running back defensive end. Started the season at linebacker, has succeeded more as an edge rusher for country day Winowich is the real deal he's six foot 210 uh he had a touchdown last week he's carried for almost 700 yards this year he has a touchdown he's averaging over seven yards per carry and he's just a sophomore i mean talking to head coach dan mclean for country day he's almost certain gabe winnowich is going to go play division one college football somewhere
7: yeah gabe he's just one of those kids he has the body to continue developing Division one coaches are going to be knocking on his door non-stop because when you got a, a run defender or a pass rusher to his ability He's the type of guy who's able to help his defensive backs in the back In the back end to kind of pick up the slack And he can really cover up a lot of holes when you got a pass rusher to his ability
6: And I'm sure Dan McLean is very pleased that Gabe has kind of come into form this season with being how young he is as a sophomore because Country Day still returned Parker Yergo this season. Yergo was uh, a very influential piece in that offense that led them to the Division IV State Championship last year. Yergo started this season, had 100 yards on 12 carries and 4 touchdowns. That's exquisite numbers. Got hurt early in the year. Came back two weeks ago when Country Day took on Harper Woods. And on the first series of the game, hurt his MCL again. Uh, Coach Dan McLean is hopeful that uh Yurgo will be able to return for the playoffs but he won't be here tonight against brother rice who is, who is very good at stopping the run
7: yeah and brother rice, their strength is most definitely stopping the run and stopping the run up the middle so today we thought we'd see man out here guys kind of able to stretch the field stretch it out a little bit but without missing these two guys the running game is going to take a big big hit tonight
6: so speaking of brother rice's defense let's change gears and move over there they've got some guys on that front four that that are really scary luke sands is a six foot two 215 pound senior defensive lineman andrew labar is a 6'1 215 pound junior matthew hendy has racked up 36 tackles along with three sacks he's a 5'11 220 senior Henry Garrity is a 6'4", 205 junior defensive end, and Ryan Irvin uh, often comes off the bench uh, for that defensive line, 6'2", 205, 19 tackles. He has has the most sacks on this team right now with six. They have a really scary front seven, but
7: in particular that front four. Most definitely, and their their offensive line and defensive line are huge strengths for them, and that's what makes these out-of-conference teams, that's what makes it so hard for them to really compete with some of these Catholic League teams is just the strength of the kids up front. Another kid who's a, a dominant player, I had a chance to talk to Jeremy Hickey, the offensive line coach for Brother Rice. Eric's daughter, Dirty, is as good as they come. So he's a kid with some Division One offers already. They're going to continue to roll in for him. But look for them to to use the run with Nolan Ray running behind Dirty, just leading them to the promised land all night.
6: And Doherty has his work cut out for him tonight over on that. He's the left end on this offensive line for Brother Rice. But the normal left guard, Christian Peters, the six foot, 245 pound junior, is sick today. So subbing in for him is Sean Nicholson, the 5'11", 200-pound senior. So Doherty is going to have to pick up the pieces a little bit on the left side of that offensive line. Uh, and you mentioned Nolan Ray, who's going to be running between those tackles. Nolan Ray has really run all over teams this season for brother rice 64 carries 523 yards that's good enough for eight yes eight yards per carry eight touchdowns on the season he's got a long rush of 80 yards it's going to be very exciting to watch nolan ray and gabe winowich two guys averaging greater than seven yards per carry go at it tonight
7: yeah 100 i agree with you i've said it on the air multiple times throughout the year nolan ray is that guy brother rice they're going to have to find a way to get him the ball in more scenarios, whether it's throwing it out to him on the edge, getting it to him outside. Last time he had a, a problem kind of running it up the middle, but they were playing De La Salle. Tonight we're going to look for this third to be a little bit different.
6: Nolan Ray is certainly a weapon, like you mentioned, Dylan, and the two other weapons that we haven't gotten to that we absolutely have to talk about for Brother Rice are the quarterback-wide receiver combo of Mark Gojai and Xavier Javi Bowman. Uh, for Brother Rice Gojai comes into this game completing over 50% of his passes, 537 yards 7 touchdowns, he's actually the backup quarterback to Hunter polanki who started this season, is out with injury no timetable for his return yet but Javi Bowman is on every highlight tape for every Brother Rice game so far this season 12 catches, 295 yards 3 touchdowns, he's got a longest reception of 51 yards I think a lot of times Gojai kind of Gets in trouble maybe and and throws it up and says Javi's got to be over there somewhere. You know, they like to throw deep to Bowman.
7: Yeah, and that's the thing. Gojai, with him being a senior, he knows this year is all he has. At the start of the season, he knows nothing's guaranteed. He lost the starting job at the beginning of the year, but now his opportunities came, and he's making good on it. He gets the ball out there to Zavi Bowman, and it's not just Zavi Bowman for him. They got him as the big play, highlight, catch type of guy. We saw him make a one-handed catch on the sideline earlier this year but they also got great slot receivers and charlie d'angelo the 5 senior and then right next to him is cole locking the other 5 senior so there are weapons out there for gojo to pass to
6: that is the pre-game scouting report between brother rice and detroit country day you're listening to the catholic high school league of the game of the week pregame show we'll be right back with coaches and history between these two teams stick around
1: CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
8: Everyone, Matt Corvath, Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child. Mitten Mortgage Lending is happy to be back again this year as a sponsor of Catholic League High School Football. Whether you are a first-time homebuyer, need a refinance, or a veteran looking for a home loan, you know you can trust Mitten Mortgage Lending with your financing. Go to Google, type in Mitten Mortgage Lending, and check out our five-star reviews and see for yourself. And MLS 1723481.
5: Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to CHSL Football. See you Monday concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs Sienna heights university is taking a bold step to remain affordable the siena tuition advantage plan means more price certainty including potentially one tuition price during your time at siena a catholic university located in adrian michigan siena heights also offers scholarships in academics athletics and the arts find out what the siena tuition advantage is all about today by visiting
9: siennaheights.edu.
5: that's the siena effect
9: Dennis Prager here on the next Dennis Prager show. What's happening in Los Angeles? There is now, like in New York City, a prohibition on all the unvaccinated, the criminals of our time, the truly evil. They're not people killing people, according to the Democrats of Los Angeles, but it's the unvaccinated, including people who already had COVID, can't get into a restaurant. On the next Dennis Prager show.
1: Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on The Patriot. More CHSL pregame show next.
4: Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for another week of Wayne State Warrior football right here in the home of Wayne State Athletics. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The Warriors travel up north to take on the Cardinals of Saginaw Valley State. Fresh off a win over Davenport, the Warriors look to string together a couple wins to finish out the season. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2.45 for the pregame show as we set the scene for a 3 p.m. kickoff right here on The Patriot.
6: Welcome back to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week pregame show in the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. I am Brendan Shabazz. Joined alongside me is my partner, Dylan Dixon. Dylan, we're going to get into some head coaches, some history between these two teams here. But first, I want to talk about Alliance Catholic Credit Union a little bit. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to alliancecatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get $20. Just tell them you were listening to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone. Of course, they have 10 convenient branches to serve you, too. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Dylan, these two coaches both have interesting track records. I want to start with Brother Rice and Adam Korzyneski. Uh Has never been a head coach before coming to Brother Rice back in 2017. This is his fifth season here. He holds a 31-19 and record. Uh, his team's 5-3 and three right now. Um, what, what do you like that he does as a head coach for this program? I mean, this is a historic program that, that had, obviously, the legendary Al Fercasa as their coach for over 40 years at Brother Rice, and Kors- korsneski is trying to keep up that legacy and keep that trend of fantastic brother rice football going
7: yeah for coach k he definitely has some high expectations that he's living up to with this brother rice community the tradition that's expected by the alumni base and with his record he's not doing too bad at what would be like possibly another school in the area but when it's at brother rice the 32 and 19 record doesn't exactly sit well with everyone uh, some things i like that coach k is bringing to the program it brings back a lot of different uh, college coaches or people who came up within the program, so they're kind of able to protect the, protect the tradition and bring the kids along in such a way that's uh, becoming of the Brother Rice tradition.
6: Well, you mentioned the high expectations that Coach K has for his team, and I asked him point blank before the game, Coach, are you expecting a win tonight? He said, I'm expecting to play well, and I think that's a the, the, the mark of a, of a football coach with that answer. Uh, brother rice this season uh scoring 224 points so far total only allowing 167 that's good for a plus 57 differential now moving over to the detroit country day side they're coached by the legendary dan mclean who has been involved with detroit country day for 18 years he's got a 147 and 60 record he's a family guy he had three sons go through this football program uh, he's a Brother Rice graduate, ironically enough, a little bit of history there. Um, and uh, he, he, he has, has really excelled this, this Detroit Country Day program to be a perennial contender. I don't want to say powerhouse. They've had some fantastic seasons. They had three seasons in a row where they had less than two losses, two losses or less. Uh, last year, they went 9-1 and one during the COVID season. Their only loss last year actually was fittingly enough to Brother Rice, 23-13 to 13 during the regular season, but then country day picked it up in the playoffs they went on a run as we mentioned they won the division four state championship dan mclean is really a yellow jacket legend
7: yeah and these are two teams who they compete so toughly they're just not even separated by two miles on lasser road there these are two teams i know a ton about each other um, coach mclean brother rice graduate as you touched on he cares a lot about both programs so this is a game that just means a lot for both of these programs out here
6: i want to talk a little bit about the venue that we have here tonight now this is more of a, a common trend that we're seeing in high school sports is some of the smaller schools with maybe a bigger some of the physically smaller schools with maybe a bigger name are using larger local schools like lawrence tech like detroit mercy like uh, eastern michigan does um hosting some of these high school teams how do you think that affects the home and away aspect of a, a high school football game because home field advantage is certainly big in high school. You got the student sections, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of rowdy young students, but technically this is a home game for Brother Rice, but that field is blue and white at the end of the day for Lawrence Tech.
7: Yeah, you're absolutely right about that because just playing at this field, I know if I was one of these kids strapping up for Detroit Country Day, I feel like almost this is my home game. You know, I'm playing at a, a big university in the area, everybody's coming out to see it. The stadium gets big, gets full. It's an environment that all kids want to play in, and so it kind of does negate that, that home field advantage for Brother Rice, but it also has positives for Brother Rice. For example, you see the kids running around on the field. These are kids who want to be future Brother Rice warriors, so it kind of helps in terms of recruiting or getting kids out to the school.
6: And as far as geographically, this is, by the skin of their teeth, a home game for Brother Rice. Both of these teams are, I would approximate, 20 minutes from Lawrence Tech. You know, both close proximity to each other and and neither of them very far from this place and and as the clock winds down here in the pregame there really aren't there's obviously some brother rice parents but i don't see a student section anywhere dylan
7: yeah that's absolutely right you see yeah the student section was down there to the left last time we were in here and they were full it was a homecoming game but today you don't really see that home field advantage and you wonder how that's going to help or hurt I don't blame Everybody them.
6: Knows. I don't blame them for not wanting to come out on this chilly Friday night, but I think they're going to miss some good football. I think this is going to be a good game and continuing the talk of home and away, I want to go over each team's records this season accordingly. Brother Rice 2 and 1 at home, just one loss here at Lawrence Tech. 3 and 2 on the road, so still a winning record when they travel. Detroit Country Day undefeated at home right now, 3 and 0, oh, but they have yet to pick up a win on the road. Lost two games at away, but uh, an interesting tidbit about Detroit Country Day. They've obviously won their last two games, but they're 1-0 and on neutral site games, and, and I know this is a home game for Brother Ice like we mentioned, but would you more characterize this as uh, uh, in the literal sense, a neutral site game?
7: Yeah, I, I call this a neutral site game because, like I said, don't playing at the big school in the area kind of brings excitement for both kid, or the kids for both teams, it brings the whole community out and both teams have kind of an equal advantage when they're playing here. Couple minutes away here from kickoff, Dylan.
6: I want to get your thoughts on on what's going to happen here tonight. Obviously, nobody in this business really knows what we're talking about and what's going to happen out there. But just for fun, let, let, let's make our predictions as as to how you think this game's going to go.
7: Well, I think uh, brother Rice. They've been playing a tough schedule all year. You know, they're five and three. Country days, four and two. But when you kind of look at the competition, I think Brother Rice has had a little bit of a tougher schedule. And I think tonight they're going to be able to pull it out just using those guys that they got up front in the trenches. They got, they've got, they um, got Nolan Ray, number 22, a, divi- a high Division one running back. They can feed him the ball, find a way to keep the ball safe, not turn it over. Mark Gojak just kind of be that, that general manager of the offense. I think Brother Rice is going to find a way to not just win this game but actually run away with it.
6: Yeah, I think this is going to be a very uh, measuring stick game for Detroit Country Day on how they measure up with the rest of the metro Detroit area for high school football. As you mentioned, Brother Rice's strength the schedule, they have a big win over Orchard Lake St. Mary's this year. That looks really good on their resume. They had close games with Catholic Central and De La Salle. came down to the wire against De La Salle, a very good football team. I think Brother Rice is more experienced at pulling out close games and playing tougher teams. So if Country Day, I think wants to, if they want to be in this game, they're really going to have to hope that Brandon Mann plays and is okay to play. They're going to have to lean heavily on Gabe Winowich, the sophomore star running back, the up-and-comer for the Yellow Jackets. We'll find out the results of the predictions when we come back for kickoff. You're listening to the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week pregame show on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots.
10: Champions are crowned in both boys' tennis and girls' golf, and volleyball has a beast in the East. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Lower Peninsula boys' tennis and girls' golf took center stage this past weekend, and 60 teams and individuals walked away with MHSAA state championships. On the golf course... Northville led the way in Division One, winning as a team by 12 strokes over Plymouth. Division One was played at the Meadows in Allendale. Plymouth had maybe the most unique tournament finish, as twins Bridget and Grace Bozer finished one and two on the individual side. In Division Two, Dearborn Divine Child shot a 691 as a team, nine shots better than second place Byron Center. Gabriella Tap of South Lyon was the individual medalist at Bedford Valley Golf Club. Bloomfield Hills' Cranbrook-Kingswood was the top team in Division Three, Playing at Forest Acres West and East Lansing, Cranbrook held off Gross Eel by six strokes. Lauren Timp from Macomb-Luther North finished first individually. Her play included a red-hot 66 in Round 1. And in Division Four, Montague finished first over Lansing Catholic by virtue of the fifth score tiebreaker. Both schools shot a 6.75. Ann Arbor Green Hills freshman Mia Melendez beat Michigan center's Cameron Shannon by one to capture medalist honors at Forest Acres East. Read about all four division tournaments by going to secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Grand Blank's Cross Dobbs. In a 30 6 win over Lapierre, Dobbs had an 11 yard touchdown run on offense and four sacks on defense. Lapierre came in averaging almost 50 points per game. But Dobbs and the rest of the Bobcats shut them down while giving Grand Blank the Saginaw Valley League title. And to the Birmingham Marion volleyball team. Marion won the Beast of the East Tournament, one that included five of the top ten teams in Division I, four of the top ten teams in Division II, and the top team in Division Three. Marion is the defending D1 champs and is playing some great volleyball just two weeks from the start of the 2021 tournament.
11: Need money for college?
10: Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam
3: Davis. The soccer team is racing towards the opponent's goal, and after a couple of nice passes, they find the back of the net for a 1-0 lead. As soon as the goal celebration starts, the coach of the team that scored excitedly motions for one of his players to come off the field. The assistant referee sees and hears this and counts the number of players on the field as he realizes that the scoring team had 12 players on the field at the time of the goal. What's the call? The referee should disallow the goal because there were too many players on the field and restart the game with a goal kick by the team that was scored on. The extra player on the field receives a yellow card and the score is back to 0-0 or
10: nil-nil. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the tennis courts, there were three first-time winners of the four team champions crowned. In Division I, Troy won its first MHSAA Tennis Championship. Strong play and finals wins from their number two and three doubles teams helped Troy hold off Bloomfield Hills and Northville for the trophy. There was a first-time winner in Division II as well. Birmingham Groves won the D2 title with Forest Hills Northern second. Groves had previously finished runner-up five times before breaking through this year. We have the opposite of a first time winner in Division 3. Cranbrook won a repeat title and their sixth title in seven years. They got individual wins from number four singles, number two doubles, and number three doubles. Detroit Country Day finished second. And in Division 4, Traverse City St. Francis won its first tennis finals championship. Individually, St. Francis won titles at number two and three singles and at one, two, and three doubles. Gross Point Woods University Laguette was second. You can read about all the action from the tennis finals at secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week.
12: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com
1: More CHSL pregame show next.
0: Whether in the classroom, on the playing field, in the community, or even decades into the future, we are focused on unleashing potential in each other. Here we are more than a group of students. We are brothers. Here we are more than educators. We are stewards. Here we are more than a set of values. We are believers. We are the builder of boys, makers of men. We are LaSalle. De LaSalle Collegiate High School. Expect greatness always.
1: The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group. An odyssey station you're listening to the eighth season of chsl football on the patriot our game of the week is sponsored by mitten mortgage lending alliance catholic credit union siena heights university and the student connection listen each week as we bring you exciting matchups within the best league in the state now it's time to send it to the mitten mortgage lending broadcast booth Here are the voices of CHSL football. Here's Brendan Shabath and Dylan Dixon.
6: Kickoff under three minutes away here at Lawrence Tech University for the Catholic High School League football game of the week here on the Patriot. Dylan, real quick before we take a break before kickoff, The the turnover battle is going to be important for these two teams. Brother Rice has surprisingly only forced a total of four turnovers this season, one fumble, three interceptions. Country Day, eight interceptions and two fumbles.
7: Yeah, turnovers will truly tell the difference in this game. In any football game, winning that turnover battle is half the battle. If you do that statistically, you're proven to have a much better chance of winning. The guy out here who's making a lot of turnovers or complete – Completing a lot of those turnovers for Rice is Josh Filer, the senior DB. He's a ball hawk. He'll be all around the ball all night. We'll be right
6: back with kickoff. You're listening to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
1: The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
4: Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for another week of Wayne State Warrior football right here on the home of Wayne State Athletics. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The Warriors travel up north to take on the Cardinals of Saginaw Valley State. Fresh off a win over Davenport, the Warriors look to string together a couple wins to finish out the season. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2.45 for the pregame show as we set the scene for a 3 p.m. kickoff right here on The Patriot.
13: Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today.
5: Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to the CHSL football game of the week. See you Monday at 6 p.m.
0: Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults pulls off the whistle and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this: without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
6: Brother Rice has won the toss. They've elected to defer the decision. They will kick first to Country Day back to return for the Yellow Jackets is Gabe Winowich and Luke Grove the kick is away from Owen Party It's fielded by Grove at his own 10 on the far sideline makes a cut back only gains about 6 yards on the return before he is wrestled down by a group of Warriors Brother Rice wearing the orange helmets and the all black unis today black jersey black pants Country Day in the gold helmets white jersey white pants moving right to left across your radio. They will start with the ball at their own 17-yard line.
7: Really nice job by the Brother Rice kickoff team to pin Country Day in that deep left corner. Not really allow them much yardage to, to get out of it, and they're starting on the 17. Has their defense in great position to start off this game. Dylan, I've got some news for you. Our
6: suspicions were correct. Brandon Mann is not starting this game for Detroit Country Day. The junior Hunter Ryuta is in there. Not sure what Mann is out with. Nevertheless, Ryuta in the shotgun with Winowich to his right. Two receivers split out. It's a high snap, but it's handed off to Winowich running up the left side. Barely gets past the line of scrimmage. Falls forward to the 20-yard line where he's brought down. That's a gain of three, second and seven.
7: There's that Brother Rice defense doing what they're known for, flying to the football. You see the safety number four, Charlie D'Angelo doing a great job of keeping the edge and forcing that run to, chop, to cut back up the middle.
6: We'll see how much Country Day elects to throw, how much they trust the arm of Hunter Ryuta. Same formation again. Shotgun, to receiver split. Ryuta, high snap again. Option handoff to Winowich. He hits a hole. Winowich has some space. Makes a juke. Gets the first down a little bit more. Across the 35-yard line. Down at about the 37 in between
7: the hashes. Winowich with a good first down run. And just from those first two plays of the game, you can see what Coach McLean is talking about when he says Winowitch is a special talent. He's out there. He has a lot of speed, quickness. He's able to cut up and get about 12, 14 yards on that run, on that play. And you can see his explosiveness is going to be off the charts, and they're going to have to use him tonight without their quarterback, Brandon Mann. Coach Mack referred to Winnowich as a balanced running back. He's
6: six foot two, ten, hard to bring down, but he's also got some sneaky speed to him, and that was example there. Repeat formation, this fumble, this snap is fumbled, back Ryuna picks it up, tries to make a play, he's going to be sacked big time as he's hit hard by two Warriors. That's a huge loss for Country Day, in on the tackle was number 70, the defensive lineman Luke Sands, bad loss for Country Day after the big first down.
7: And Luke Sands, he flew in there like a bully, he was speeding in there and put the big hit on the junior quarterback in. What about a welcome to varsity football like getting hit by number 70 from Brother Rice there? So That's look it. out for him to be wary of that pass rush and those defensive linemen the rest of the game.
6: You're 100% right. That is not a guy you want hitting you hard down to that Astro turf in this cold, chilly November, October, excuse me, Michigan weather. All in all, it's a loss of 12 for Country Day. So that brings up second and 22 as we'll get a timeout. Coach Dan McLean wants to talk it over with his team. What do you say to your team after a loss of 12 like that after a big first
7: down? Yeah, I think Coach McLean is just calling this timeout. You hate to call him this early, but I think he just wants to settle his guys down. He has Ryuta out there, the junior quarterback, making his first varsity start today. And he just wants to calm him down before this play. We'll see what they do, what they elect to do here on second and about 15, 16 yards. Maybe they have to test Ryuta's arm and see what he's ready to do in the pass game right you bring up a good
6: point i'm really curious to see how well hunter Riuta can throw the ball i mean he looks like a quarterback he looks athletic from all the way up here on top of the press box at lawrence tech but we don't know we've only seen brandon mann so far this season and mann is able to do both he's ran for 200 yards and thrown for over 600 so it's it's been a dual threat for this country day offense so far this season we'll have to see how heavily they rely on winowich second and 23 though I imagine they're going to have to pass either on this down or the next one
7: yeah and I wouldn't be surprised to see possibly they get Ryuta going here with some type of screen pass an easy pass just to get him his confidence going and try to get some yards
6: Ryuta alone in the backfield it will be a pass a flag comes in right away and blows the play dead it's a false start on wide receiver Quentin Hopkins for Country Day, so that backs them up even more. That'll bring up second and 28 for the Yellow Jackets.
7: Yeah, you can't shoot yourself in the foot when you're playing against a, a Brother Rice defense that is this hard to get yards on either way. It's just something you can't do against Brother Rice is give them free yardage.
6: Really hard to play successful football by compounding mistakes on top of each other. Same formation, two receivers right, one to the left, nobody in the backfield for Ryuta. Immediately has to throw it as they broke through. It's a screen play. It's caught. Catch was made by Cole Wilhelm. He doesn't get much on the play, maybe three yards.
7: Brother Rice sniffed that one out well. Yeah, and that was just great scouting for Coach K and the Brother Rice defense. They they expected that screen play. They were ready to defend it. They didn't get too hot trying to run rush upfield, but they were there to defend that play for a minimal game there.
6: I saw Luke Sands quickly breaking through that offensive line for Country Day, and I thought they were going to be in big trouble. It was in fact, just a screen play, so he's intentionally unblocked there, but didn't amount to much. Third and 25 now, 8.56 to play, still no score. Wittowicz to Ryuta's left, fakes the handoff. No, he does hand it off. Wittowicz running left, immediately met at the line. Stiff arms one, but is brought down by a total of three Warriors for just a gain of one. So after one first down, it's a three and out on
7: a multitude of mistakes for Country Day, and they'll have to punt. Brother Rice's defense is one of the most well-coached, disciplined units out there. Once again, we see the safety, Charlie D'Angelo flying down, and he's able to force that run right back to the inside to the junior linebacker, Andre Cade, makes the big stick for another minimal game.
6: And, And, Dylan, here's another thing I didn't think about. In the punt for Country Day is Graham Doman, who's usually their kicker, Brandon Mann plays the role of both punter and quarterback and box safety for Country Day. So we'll see how the punting game is today and how much Doman can pick it up. That's a good one, though, so far. It's fair caught at Brother Rice's own 40-yard line. So they'll start with good field position on their first drive. Yeah,
7: excellent punt there. But what they do lose without having Mann out there is the threat of that fourth down, hey, you might go for it. So it kind of takes away that threat for Brother Rice, and they're able to defend that and even possibly try to set up their return throughout the game.
6: Now Country Day runs an interesting defense. They usually run an odd front. Most of the time it's three. man is usually down there as a box safety, primarily in run coverage, with a couple of pass coverage duties. We'll see who takes over that role defensively today for the Yellow Jackets. Gojai in the shotgun, sends one in motion, keeps it himself. That's actually Nolan Ray who took the snap for Brother Rice. Didn't get a gain at all. In fact, lost a couple on the botched play. It's a loss of five for Brother Rice.
7: And we've seen Brother Rice kind of go to that wildcat formation with just another creative way of trying to get Nolan Ray the ball. But one problem when they go to that, we haven't seen the pass out of that. So... Defense is playing full-on run when they see this formation. It's the Wildcat again.
6: Still no Gojai. Sent in motion is Lakanari. This time, Nolan Ray makes a couple men miss. Gets up the right side across the 50. Stiff arms to defender for the first down. That time, the Wildcat worked, and the Warriors
7: are going to move the chains. And that time, they pulled the counter look out of that Wildcat. So they had Canary run full-speed pass for a fake jet sweep. And then right out the back door was Nolan Ray. And when he gets some space, his speed, his creativity as a ball carrier just takes over. You see him with the mean, stiff arm and end off that run. Still no
6: Mark Gojai for the Warriors. He's on the sideline right now. It's another Wildcat handoff to Ray. This time he's immediately met in the backfield again for a loss of
7: three. He faked the handoff. And it's another loss for the Warriors. Yeah, and that time... They just went back to the Wildcat and went back to the first Wildcat play they ran, which is the, the quarterback power. So Nolan Ray just trying to find a spot, but the 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 defense for Detroit Country Day did a great job of just mucking that play up and getting another tackle for loss there.
6: Coach Korsneski has seen enough of the Wildcat. Gojai is now in the game for his first snap. It's a bunch of formation in the backfield. He sends Lacanaria in motion, hands it off to him on the end around. tries to hit a hole, can't get back to the line of scrimmage. A good stop for the Yellow Jackets on second down. That'll
7: bring up third and long. Yeah, you can see what the strategy is for Detroit Country Day out there on defense. They know they're playing the backup quarterback today, so they're thinking, hey, make Gojai beat us through the air. Let's dedicate eight men to the run game. Let's stop the run. Let's make Nolan Ray a nine factor, which is nearly impossible to do, but they've done a good job on it on this first drive, and now it's third and 15 here. Third and 15,
6: 6-15 to play in the first quarter. The Yellow Jackets, as you mentioned, Dylan, like to load up the box, but on third and long, they're backed out. Looks like just five in the box right now, maybe six for the Yellow Jackets. Gojai taking the signals from Coach K, but looks like some confusion, and Korsneski wants to call a timeout, talk it over with his offense on third and long. Yep, and that's just some of the
7: learning curve of becoming the varsity starting quarterback. So, just took a little bit too much time there, and Coach K wants to talk it over.
6: Of course, Reski quickly leaves the huddle, leaves it to his offensive coordinator to figure out what they want to do here. Steve Dutch, QB coach, offensive coordinator for this Brother Rice Warriors team. So, Nolan Ray looked like he might have been able to break this drive open for Brother Rice with a big 15 yard run on second down out of the Wildcat. And since then, Country Day has shut it down.
7: Yeah, Nolan Ray, he needs to continue to get the ball, but sometimes I think they should just try to get him the ball in more creative ways in space. Not necessarily the Wildcat when everyone on the field knows it's going to. On the left hash at the 49-yard line, it's 3rd and 14 for the Warriors. Three
6: receivers right, one to his left. Gojai in the gun. High snap, hands off to Ray on the draw. Ray up the left side, has a chance to get the first down right to the sideline. It's going to be close where they mark him. That is right at the chain, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be a first down for Nolan Ray and the Warriors. So they come up big with the running back draw on 3rd and 14, and they'll move the chains the second time this drive.
7: Right, and with the the running back draw here on 3rd and 14, kind of makes me wonder what type of confidence do they have in their pass game. I understand they got Nolan Ray out there. You got to wonder if they're going to start getting the ball out to some of these weapons outside.
6: That's yeah, a very good point, Dylan. We'll see if anybody is going to pass this game. I mean, Country Day's got the backup, Ryuta, and Gojai has yet to throw in a bunch set here. This one is a handoff up the right side to Ray. Delayed action. gets a gain of good gain of six. Trying to find some blocks. Bring up second and four for the Warriors.
7: Yeah, Nolan Ray, even though he has that 4-4, four, 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 3 speed, he does a good job of just running behind his blocks, letting the big guys kind of develop the play, develop some holes for him. Runs well behind those guys and gets six.
6: And you mentioned the big guys. The Warriors O-line has nobody under six feet and nobody under 230 or 215 pounds. Hand off to Ray again. He marches forward for another gain of six. That one is good for a first down again on second and five. So with just over five minutes remaining in the first half, the Warriors are now down just outside the 25-yard line of Country Day, knocking on the door of the red zone here.
7: Yeah, they're, they're riding Nolan Ray all the way down the field. He just tried to come off to the sideline, so, and Coach said, stay out there. thought
6: he was so. going to get subbed out. He's the workhorse. They need him on this drive. He's been the only beneficiary of any yards for the Warriors. This is another handoff to Ray up the right side. He has some blocks looking for a hole. He's tripped up. That's a really good tackle there by number 29, Gabe Zeldes the Yellow Jackets stopped Ray from getting at least another five yards behind the blocks An ankle tackle brings up
7: second and eight yeah Zeldas number 29 he did a great job of pursuing to the ball from his safety position getting down there fast and able to stop Ray for just a four yard carry on that stretch but
6: so it's second and eight from the 24 yard line bunch set again in the pistol Sends one in motion is Gojai. Hand off left side. Nolan Ray tries to get a block. Does not do so. He's met immediately at the line by a flurry of Yellow Jackets. No gain. Third down.
7: Yeah, when they go to that that tight formation with those two tight ends, or might be four tight ends, I, I just see that they have no receivers out in that formation. Country Day is going to definitely load the box with eight guys whenever they see that formation, because it's 100% has it's been runs for, for Brother Rice out of that formation.
6: Nolan Ray has gained every single yard on this drive for Brother Rice. It started back at their own 40, up to the 24 now. Gojai takes the snap, hands off to Ray, up the middle, hit before the line to gain. He's going to be about a half a yard short on fourth down. The the, the Warriors players out there are pleading with Coach K to go for it on fourth and one inside the 20. They're
7: going to go quickly, same formation, they're going to go for it again. And based on this on the way this drive is going, looks like they may be getting the quarterback sneak set up here. But I think Brother Rice knows that they could get a yard.
6: Coach I hands off to Nolan Ray instead. He stopped. Ooh. I think behind the line. I don't think they got it. And is going to be a turnover on downs for the Warriors. The Yellow Jackets get a swing and momentum and come up big on fourth and one, backed up on their own 19-yard line. It's a turnover on downs, and here comes the offense for Country Day.
7: Heck of a, a defensive play for and a defensive stand on that drive for Country Day. So They got ran up and down the field. It's been a, a very long drive for our defense, played a lot of plays on that drive, but they're able to come up big on fourth down on that drive and stop Brother Rice with just one yard to go. Huge play for our defense. So
6: now with 2.56 to play in the quarter, the Yellow Jackets get the ball back. This game still knotted at zero both coaches have already used a timeout so just two left for these teams in this half. It'll be first and ten from their own 18. Ryuda is in the shotgun. He's got two receivers out right one to his left. Ball just inside the right hash. Winowich to his right. Ryuda takes a snap. This one is good. Not high. Ryuda looks to throw. He does. It is just out of reach intended for Gabe Zeldes on the far sideline right in front of his coach Dan McLean. Not a
7: bad throw by Ryuta, just a little bit outside. Yeah, you can tell that McLean has some confidence in Ryuta as a passer. That's one of the toughest throws that you can make. A lot of college and NFL guys struggle making those throws on a rope to the outside, and that was a a decent-looking pass. Maybe if his receiver just had one more step, he would have been able to get that in.
6: That little 12- to 18-yard post, certainly one of the harder throws to hit for a quarterback. Same formation this time. This time, Winowich on the left. Gets the handoff on the snap. Winowich hits a hole, runs over a Warrior defender only for a gain of about four. Let's
7: bring up third and six. They'll mark him down at the 22. Winow- Winowich on that play, he was able to, to channel his inner Nolan Rages. Showing some patience, running behind the, defensive, the offensive line. Just waiting for a hole to pop open. He got a few yards on that play, but not the big play he was necessarily looking for.
6: Quinton Hopkins subs in for the Yellow Jackets on third and seven. One of the quote-unquote sure-handed receivers that Dan McLean has talked about. So, chance to pass here for the Yellow Jackets. Two receivers right, one left. Winowich in the gun. Excuse me, Ryuta takes the handoff. Keeps it on the read option and is brought down in the backfield. A big play. There it is. Charlie D'Angelo, the safety. We've mentioned his name plenty. And now Country Day, a quick three and out. They're going to be forced to punt.
7: Charlie... Charlie D'Angelo, that was a heck of a play by him. The backside safety on that play. So many times you see that that backside safety, get his eyes in the wrong position, but he just does his job there. He's the cutback defender. Quarterback tries to do the read option, take it out the back door. He thought he had it, but there's D'Angelo showing up for a big time top tackle there on third down to send it to fourth.
6: Doman to punt. Does kick it. This one's high, not nearly as far. Fingal for a fair catch, and it is caught by Michael quane for Brother Rice. Inside Yellow Jackets territory already. That's a very short punt. They're going to mark it at the 41 of Country Day, so good field position again for Brother Rice.
7: Yeah, yeah you wonder how much time the Country Day's punter has actually spent punting this year with Brandon Mann being that starting guy. First punt was great, but this one a little bit short, and now Brother Rice has great f- field position to start off this drive. So no Nolan Ray to start this drive at quarterback. He'll be in there
6: at halfback. So we're sticking with Gojai for the Warriors. Two receivers left, one to his right. And the gun, he hands off to Ray on the left. Ray makes a cut, gets up for a first down, and is brought down by three Yellow Jackets, but not after getting a gain of 12 inside the 30 to the 29.
7: Brother Rice getting right back to that same game plan, and why not? Get the ball to Nolan Ray, and there he is for another first down.
6: Same formation again, but this time Ray on the right side of Gojai. Takes a snap. Hand off to Ray up the middle. Makes a man miss. Gets a first down. Ray up the middle again for another. That looks like an 11-yard gain inside the 20 now, just short of the 15.
7: Country Dave's playing with just one high safety there in the cover three look. This is a look that's kind of designed to get more guys down in the box and stop the run. But when Nolan Ray beats that first line of defense, he can be off to the races on any play.
6: Nolan Ray has been exceptional at yards after contact already tonight. We're just in the first quarter. It's going to be a false start on Brother Rice pre-snap. So on first and ten from the 16, that'll back them up to the 21-yard line. Excuse me, twenty-two there at the seventeen. So now first and fifteen for the Warriors. Thirty-five seconds and counting on this quarter. Possibly the last play. Gojai in the gun. Ray to his left.
7: Of course, Nesky talking it over. Gojai looks confused. And I'm I'm thinking they may throw Zombie Bowman Fade. They see this one-on-one coverage on the boundary. They love this here. Bowman
6: does go for the end zone. You're exactly right, Dylan. The fade is up, and it's just overthrown too high in on the coverage for Country Day with Jamal Newberry, so it's incomplete on first and 15. Clock stopped at 13 seconds. Good heads-up call there on the on the audible.
7: Yeah, Country Day, they're, they're getting in that g- aggressive look, trying to stop the rush of Nolan Ray, and when they do that, they got to dedicate more guys to the box, and they've got a man-to-man coverage there. Could be risky, but... You've Got to live by it, and they die by it. If they live by it, that time.
6: Go, Giant the Gun again. Bowman to his right, two to his left. Hands up to, hands off to Ray up the middle. Ray has a hole, trying to get some room to the right side. Breaks a couple tackles and is into the end zone. A flag comes in. It's going to be for a face mask on Jamal Newberry, but it's going to be moot because Nolan Ray gets the first score of this game with six seconds left in the first quarter. Six nothing, Brother Rice, with an extra point to come.
7: Yeah, and this is our third time coming out for Catholic League game of the week and watching Nolan Ray. And each and every time there's a signature run just like that, that he shows he's a different type of athlete who's built for the next level of this game. So he shows his speed, the toughness to run through a face mask penalty all the way into the end zone. Great rush by Nolan Ray. Another big time play for the junior. It's a 22
6: yard touchdown for Nolan Ray. He's been responsible for every yard Brother Rice has so far in this first quarter. Owen oh, Parai into kick, the extra point. 22 for 25 this year on extra points. Make it 23 of 27. Nothing. Brother Rice leads it. Six seconds left in the first quarter. Dylan, what's the response for Country Day?
7: For Country Day, I think they're going to get right back to the same thing they were doing on that first drive. They're not too far back to where, where they should worry yet, but on this next drive, I think they're going to keep getting the, wa- the ball to Winnowich and see what they can do getting the ball up in down the field.
6: And I think they get a chance to reset the field here too. They didn't start with great field position backed up inside their own 20 on the opening kick, and then from there, They were only punting it as far as they could, but Brother Rice always started with field position. Brother Rice never started the drive from further back than their own 40. So I think this is a chance for the Yellow Jackets to to, to reset the field and start a drive from a good spot.
7: Yeah, and that Brother Rice defense, it's a true testament to the Brother Rice defense, the great field position that the offense for Brother Rice has been able to start these past few drives with. And we'll see what they do on this drive, but I doubt that their defense gives up any – many more yards here on this drive. Looks
6: like Grove and Winowich back to receive again for Country Day. Brother Ice was smart and kicked to Grove the first time. Gave Winowich not a guy you want to kick to, the star running back
7: on this team for Country Day. We'll see if they elect to do it again here. Yeah, you wonder if they're just going to, put the ball through the end zone here with them having those yards from that face mask penalty or if they'll look for another sky kick and try to pin Country Day even deeper in their own.
6: A flag comes in and the play is blown dead before the ball can land on the kick.
7: Looks like we're going to get off offsides here for Brother Rice. Just crossing that line a little bit before the kicker.
6: Back it up a little bit the kick original placement was advanced due to the face mask penalty on jamal newberry on that nolan ray touchdown but gonna be backed up a couple yards here they're gonna back it up five more the first kick went into the end zone for a touchback country day has a chance to possibly return this one now this one will be kicked right from midfield for owen party
7: and this may work in favor for the brother rice kicker owen party on this one because now he has a little bit more real estate to work with in terms of getting his kick deep in that left corner which is his objective here.
6: Dylan Lepkowski actually subs in for Winnewich here. It's a bouncing kick picked up by Grove. Late has to make a man miss. Grove has a hole up the right side. Has a couple blocks. Cuts to midfield. Luke Grove across the 50. It's a foot race. Luke Grove Stiff arm demand and is brought down inside the 20-yard line. Talk about a chance to reset the field, Dylan. Luke Grove bobbles the recovery,
7: picks it up, and runs it 70 yards. And just when you think it's going to be super bad for Luke Grove, as the ball bounces around and he, he struggles to pick it up, he finds that seam. Looks like Brother Rice's kickoff team just got a little bit undisciplined when they saw the ball bouncing around there, got out of their lanes. And before you know it, he had that seam bust it up downfield. And that's exactly what you need when you have your, you got your backup quarterback out here. You're going to need some help from the defense and the special teams to, to really get along in this game.
6: Jaden Johnson, the senior corner, had to make a touchdown saving tackle against Luke Grove. When we come back, it'll be country day ball knocking on the door of Brother Rice. You're listening to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
1: Season 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by The Student Connection and Alliance Catholic.
11: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you.
1: CHSL Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University.
8: Attention, realtors. Are you sick and tired of working with a lender that you can't get a hold of? Are you and your clients tired of waiting 30 days or more to close? Your lender is an extension of you, and they value the work you do for their clients as well. At Mid-Mortgage Lending, you can expect consistent closings in 14 days or less. Their rates are great, but their service is even better. Check out their five-star Google reviews and see how Mid-Mortgage Lending can help you grow your business and help your clients get their
4: keys without any headaches. NLMS 1723481.
1: You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot.
3: Listen to WDTK, FM 101.5, and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com download the app for free at the apple store or google play for 24 7 access to detroit's conservative talk station throughout the day you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics policies and politicians making headlines plus on-time traffic news and weather updates stream wdtk fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot detroit at odyssey.com today Gabe Winowich got things started for
6: Country Day on the drive. Had a loss of two. Good defense there by the Brother Rice Warriors. It's now second and 12, 11-31 to play in the first half. Hunter Riuta still in at quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. They have a bunch set. It's a triple option up on the right side. Has a little bit of room as the fullback runs over a man. That's Graham Doman, the linebacker turned punter, turned kicker, turned fullback on the triple option, and he gets a big gain out to the 11-yard line
7: of Brother Ice. Yeah, and that was a creative play call for, for Country Day and Coach McLean there, just bringing out the reverse triple option type of look there out of that big wishbone formation that they're in right now. Wishbone
6: formation again. For Ryuda takes a snap. This time it's just a handoff to Winowich. Up the left side, runs over a man for the first down. Gabe Winowich with a strong run. They'll mark him down at the six-yard line. Country Day is marching, knocking on the door. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, and once again, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League high school in 2022-23 academic year. Now in its sixth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships including a grand prize of $6,000. Running up the left side for Country Day and into the end zone is Graham Doman. The fullback keeps it again on the triple option, and the running game is working for the Yellow Jackets. They have a chance to tie it here with the point after, Dylan. Hey,
7: excellent play call there again for Coach McLean. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So all he did there was run that same triple option play, but run it the opposite way, and there's Graham Doman going in for a touchdown for Country Day. So Doman scores the touchdown, and it has to stay on the field
6: to kick the point after. Talk about doing it all. The snap is a little bit high. The kick is up, and it's through. This game is knotted at 7 apiece. Country Day on a big kick return from Luke Grove. Takes advantage of good field position and gets the score. We'll be right back. It's 7-7 to here at Lawrence Tech university between brother rice and country day for the catholic high school league game of the week you're listening to the patriot
1: chsl game of the week on wdtk the patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
5: Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect.
6: Friday night football in the state of Michigan. We've got a good one so far here. 7-7 seven seven between Brother Rice and Country Day in the Mitten Mortgage broadcast Lending Broadcast booth. I am Brennan Shabbat. Joining alongside me is Dylan Dixon for the Catholic High School League game of the week. Country day to kick after the Graham Doman touchdown back to field is Lacanaria. He fields it at his own five. Hits a hole, made a man miss, but got hit hard there. Laying out for the hit was Max Kunith. He's brought down. Lacanaria is, I think they're going to mark him at the 21, and that's where Brother Rice will take over first and 10, 10 10-08 to play in the first half.
7: Yeah, and a great job by the, the country day kickoff team. Cole Lacanaria, he's not an easy guy to take down in space, so they did a great job bottling him up, making sure he didn't have any open lanes to run free.
6: Cole Lacanaria has five kickoff returns so far this year for 209 yards, and last week he had a 99-yard kickoff touchdown return, which set a Brother Rice and State of Michigan high school record His handoff to Ray out of the shotgun. He runs up the middle through the tackles for a gain of five.
7: And for both teams tonight, it's going to be a physical run game. That's that's what we can see. Their running backs are the strength of their team. Their offensive line is very strong as a unit. And both of these teams, for defenses, they're going to have to find a way to stop the run. Two receivers split left, one to the right.
6: Gojai in the gun. Ray to his right. An extra tight end on the left side of the line. It's a handoff to Ray up the middle. Delays. Makes a couple men miss. Gets out there for a first down. Nolan Ray is just very deliberate and composed. But, man, does he pick up yards with the slow burn of his run. It's a first
7: down for Brother Rice. Just short at the 34. Yeah, about five yards from from the end of that run. You can see Eric's daughter just still driving the defender, Winnowich. And pancake blocking them in a clean way and that was just intimidating.
6: Repeat formation, Gojai hands off again. They're going to do it until it doesn't work and it doesn't work there. Ray is brought down in the backfield for a loss of one.
7: Eric's daughter, two plays in a row just standing out in his matchup at left tackle. The run was stopped early but it wasn't because of daughter's guy.
6: It was Jason Abro, the senior, who shed the block and got into the backfield for the Yellow Jackets. So second and 11 for Brother Rice. Nine minutes to play in the second quarter. They flip the formation this time. Ray on the left. Gojai fakes the handoff. Looks to throw to Javi Bowman. It's caught across midfield. Javi Bowman is brought down by Jamal Newberry. But a first down for Brother Rice. They're moving in to Yellow Jackets territory. They're going to mark him
7: at the 46. And a nice play call from Brother Rice. Just the play action RPO pass with the, slot, or with the uh, slant from Javi Bowman does a great job with the play action just to bring the linebackers down and open up a huge window to pass the slant into.
6: Ojai in the gun. it was left. This time he does hand it off on the high snap. Ray nearly shoelace tackled. Gets out for a gain of eight up the left side. A flag came in mid play there. Looked like it was thrown to the line of scrimmage. Possible holding penalty. This one might be coming back. It is going to be on Brother Rice so that will back them
7: up. Yeah, you see Nolan Ray kind of hobbling off the field here doesn't look like it's going to be anything major but not what you want to see if your brother rice as the freshman number six uh, vegas say goes out there at running back now for rice vegas say 31 carries 80 yards
6: on the season no touchdowns for him yet brother rice going quickly game still tied at seven gojay in the gun with say on his left this time they do keep the trend of handing it off up the middle. Say is met in the backfield, though, never had
7: a shot. Yeah, just great run defense for Country Day. And once again, Rice trying to establish their run game, even with Say in the game, not changing up the game plan whatsoever. And you got to wonder, with it being second and long, their best guy. Um, number 22, Nolan Ray's out. You got to wonder if they're going to go back to Xavier Bowman on the pass.
6: Gojai in the gun. Country Day showing blitz. Looks like it's going to be a false start. Blown dead. So Brother Rice already backed up on second and 17. They moved backwards into their own territory. They're going to back up even
7: more on the false start. Second and 22 now. Yeah, this game is a very even matchup. You see both of these teams kind of mirroring each other with the, the play style and even the penalties that are going on right now. Bowman on the left on second and
6: 22 on the near sideline. Gojai, hands off to Say up the middle. Met in the backfield immediately again. That one's Gabe Zeldes, and he gives a little step over. Excuse me, that's Winowich who gives the step over as he made the tackle on the freshman Vegas Say. No gain, third and
7: 22. Yeah, Winowich. he's getting his money's worth with this matchup against Dartery today. These are two high-level guys out here. on right in. Dartery playing against him, at left tackle, this is this might be the best matchup on the field, and it's happening up front in the trenches.
6: Which is the right edge rusher on that odd man front, three man front for Country Day. Gojai looks confused. Coach Cake trying to tell him to go quickly. 6.48 to play, Gojai in the gun. Two receivers right, one to his left, and one left is Bowman. They just hand off the say, and he's met right away by Gabe Winowich. Back-to-back tackles. The gave Winowich is talking smack back there, rightfully so. He gets two big stops, and Brother Rice is going to have to punt on fourth down.
7: Yeah, Winowich, he's truly a competitor for what I saw in that drive. Goes from one play, he's getting pancaked, talking trash right after the play, and then makes two huge plays in a row to stop that Brother Rice drive, and then you know what's going to happen next. We'll see him right again at running back after he gets a play to get a breather here on the special teams snap.
6: Jake Coulter getting his first action today on the punt. It's a really high snap and a duck punt, but it gets a good Brother Rice bounce, lands inside the 30 and rolls all the way down to the 18-yard line, and that's where Country Day will take over with just over six minutes to play, seven to seven apiece here at Lawrence Tech right now.
7: And now Country Day is going to have to start this drive with a little bit longer field to go. That was a great punt for Brother Rice, got a nice roll. And now we're going to have to see how Country Day is able to move the ball when they're not in their own territory to start off.
6: We'll see, if, we'll see if Country Day can establish somewhat of a run game, not already knocking on the door of a kickoff after a kickoff return. The one possession they had that started in their own territory, it did not work out for them. They got one first down and then had three quick plays in a punt after that. No Winowich in in the backfield. Ryuta all alone by himself. Two receivers left, one to his right. Ryuta fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, trying to use a block. Slips near the line of scrimmage as he was trying to get forward. I don't think he got any on it. In fact, it's going to be a loss of two for Hunter Ryuta. Just looked a little bit indecisive there, the junior quarterback.
7: Yeah, and it looks like he's not exactly used to being a runner with the football. Um, Ethan Swider, the senior quarterback, cornerback, for brother rice came up huge on that tackle there and it's not too often that you see corners getting the tfl when it's not a blitz and he's able to get that done on that play
6: swider is just an overall leader on this brother rice defensive front 48 tackles that's tied for second two picks and a pick six on the year for him riuda in the gun looks to throw just fact, that throw was wobbling away, incomplete.
7: It was intended for Jacob Morey. And once again you see Swider making a play. He's out there in coverage, playing his zone. He, he reads the play well, sees the number two receiver coming into his zone, and he quickly breaks on it and he's able to break it up for another Brother Rice defensive play. So
6: now a third and twelve for Country Day at risk of having another third and out giving Brother Rice good field position, possibly.
7: And that's the thing for Country Day. They want to at least try to flip the field a little bit by getting at least one first down on this drive.
6: Home crowd getting louder here at Lawrence Tech University. reunited to a snap. He's immediately rolling to his left. Stops, makes a man miss, has to step up in the pocket. Is nowhere near the first down. He's brought down for a big loss. I think it's
7: a loss of five. And all year, it's been Brother Rice's defense stepping up huge for them. As they kind of go through some transitions on the offensive side of the ball, the defense for Brother Rice has been consistent all year. They play well. They understand leverage. They understand not letting guys get outside of the, of the defense. And there they are there with a great uh, sack, not only just a sack up front, but a coverage sack with the guys playing great D on the back end.
6: Graham Doman in the shadow of his own goal post. Back to punt, Braden Dowd already standing inside Yellow Jackets territory to return, and this punt is shanked left. It goes right to Dan McLean on the sideline. It's going to be marked out at the country day 32, and Brother Rice is in prime position to take a touchdown lead
7: on this drive. Brother Rice's defense special teams unit leading to great, great amazing field position for their offense once again, and I think I know what's going to happen here on this drive going to get the ball to Nolan Ray let him take him to the promised land once again
6: Nolan Ray was out last drive for Brother Rice got a little banged up he's in there this time no receivers on the far sideline, three of them on the near Gojai is in the shotgun Ray to his right snap is good hand off to Ray trying to go up the middle Makes a couple men miss. Ray up the right side. Has a chance. He's got daylight in front of him. Can't get a block from Gojai. Gabe Zeldes came in and made a possibly touchdown saving tackle. It is a first down for the Warriors as Ray reversed his field and got up there. Gojai had a chance to make a big block there, Dylan, and just kind of missed.
7: Yeah, he's a quarterback. He's not used to doing that too much. But Nolan Ray... He came back in the game with some tape on his ankle. Looks like he got some medical attention while he was out of the game, but doesn't look like it's making much of a difference. He's still able to cut and evade a few tackles there on his way to the first down.
6: Ray on the left side this time, same formation. Gojai quick the throw. This one is incomplete. In between the hands of 88 Henry Garrity.
7: And Garrity's a big target out there at 6'4". Just trying to get the ball out to the tight end, trying to build some... Some confidence for Gojai and just not able to get it done there on that quick hit throw.
6: Darity was open and maybe even had room after the catch to run. His hands are kind of tight in the cold weather tonight. Three feet formation, but Ray on the right. Ray gets it up the middle and he's brought down. It's actually not Ray. It's Charlie D'Angelo who comes in as the running back, that play. He's brought down for a gain of two.
7: So that now makes it third and eight.
2: Yeah.
6: Cole D'Angelo subs out and Ray goes back.
7: And Cole Wilhelmy, number 10 for Country Day. He's a very nice looking prospect at the defensive end who's able to come from the backside of that play to make a tackle.
6: Ray to the left, three receivers to go Goji's left. It's third and eight. From the 18, Gojai steps back. He's looking to throw. The pocket breaks down. Gojai still with his head up. A flag comes in. He's brought down for the sack. It's Widowich in on the play. We'll see what the flag is for. It'll be a loss of two on the sack. It's holding on Brother Rice. So That's going to back him up even more on fourth down. That's a big play for Country Day to get that stop on third down.
7: Yeah, and with the penalty, it kind of takes Brother Rice out of field goal range a little bit. So... Oh, yep, and it's going to fourth down. Looks like they're bringing the field goal team on as well.
6: Owen Party has only kicked one field goal this year. It was for 28 yards. This one is going to be for 40, if it's good. 2:56 to play. Fourth and 13. Snap is a little bit low. Party, the kick is up. It's got the distance. It has the line too. Owen Party makes his second of the year. This one from forty, his career long. And Brother Rice takes a ten to seven
7: lead, two forty-seven
6: to play in the second quarter.
7: Nice kick by Party there, getting his career, his career long on that play. He's going to be right back out for the kickoff. The forty-yarder
6: gives Brother Rice a ten to seven lead. You're listening to the Catholic High School League game of the week. On FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot.
1: The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
13: Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at odyssey.com today.
6: So Owen Party shines under the lights with a 40-yard field goal. Now he's on for the kickoff. Kicking from his own 40 to Country Day with a 10-7 lead for the Warriors. This one's dropped by Grove. He's going to pick it up at his own 10. This time he's not going to go anywhere after a bad catch. Brought down for no gain, 239 to play in the first half. Country Day is going to have to go the length of the field pretty much 90 yards if they want to take the lead before halftime
7: yeah so far that has not fared well for country day when they have to drive the ball down the the past two times has led to three and outs and favorable field position for brother rice brother rice's defense really truly carrying the team and they're looking to do the same thing here right before it reaches the two minute mark of this quarter
6: country day has only gotten two first downs this game and they both came on that drive after the Luke Grove 70-yard return. That put them in great field position. Ryuta hands off to Winovich, who was immediately met in the backfield. The O-line fell apart there. Brother Rice never brought down Winovich, but pushed him all the way back into his end zone. His forward progress is going to mark him down at the 6. So that's a loss of 4 for Country Day, not how you want to
7: start the drive. All right, and it looks like Coach McLean may even be content to just try to get this thing to halftime without Brother Rice doing any more damage. It's looking like a one-dimensional offense here for Country Day, and that's not good when Brother Rice's specialty is stopping the run.
6: As we mentioned earlier, no Brandon Mann for Country Day. Man thrown for 539 yards and seven touchdowns this season. Ryuta just does not have the same arm that Brandon Mann does. This one looks like Graham Doman is in in the Wildcat. A whistle comes in. It's a flag way back at the 30 yard line. It's an illegal formation on the Yellow Jackets, so that'll back them up even more. Half the distance to the goal will put the ball at the three yard line.
7: Yeah, and Country Day, they got to be careful here that they don't try to do too much with this play because I know Brother Rice is chomping at the bit for the opportunity to score on defense by getting a safety. For country day here, you just got to be trying to get a few yards and get out of this quarter unscathed. It'll
6: be risky for the Yellow Jackets to pass with the way their old line has not lived up to the test against Brother Rice, who has a, a fantastic front four on that defensive line. Still doming in the Wildcat. It's a high snap looking left. Runs through a couple of Warrior defenders. Maybe gets back to the line to gain. Brother Rice is absolutely shutting down the run tonight. And there's another example of it there that'll bring up third and very long, 15 for the Yellow Jackets.
7: Yeah, Greg Doman, the fullback running back, he's out there at a quarterback on that play, and it makes it really obvious for Brother Rice what's going to happen. It's an obvious run formation, so they just dedicate all their guys to stopping the run, and they do a great job of doing that. We'll
6: be surprised if the Yellow Jackets decide to throw the ball here, but... I don't know if they're going to be able to get a first down. I don't know if they'll be able to gain yards just running it. I mean, Brother Rice's defensive line just looks so in tune right now. They're shedding blocks left and right. And it's not one its not one guy getting in the backfield. It's three, four, even five on back-to-back-to-back plays getting in the backfield and, and really harassing the Yellow Jackets runners.
7: And it's because they just have one job on the play. Their job is to, to cover their gap fill in their gap and just do that and when each 11 of when every guy on the defense all 11 of them just do their simple part it makes a beautiful a beautiful play for brother rice on defense
6: brother rice is playing as a team right now defensively riuda comes back in for third down it's officially third and 16 from the four Three receivers right, one to his left. which with him in the gun. Ryuta sets the throw. Pump fakes, has to step up in the pocket. Is brought down for a gain of one again. Ryuta had nobody open downfield. Good collapse of the pocket for Brother Rice. A textbook defensive stop, and they're going to get the ball back with 129
7: left in great field possession, a chance
6: to go up even more before halftime.
7: That's right. They, they're going to get great field position going into their end zone once again. And... It's just the defense. The defense is the one making it possible for the offense to have great plays here.
6: Braden Dowd is standing at the country day, 38-yard line awaiting this punt. Doman is backed up about three yards from the back of the end zone. High snap. Doman barely gets it off before it was blocked. It's fielded by Dowd. He calls for a fair catch, and they'll take over. At the 32-yard line on the left hash, Brother Rice first and 10, 1.22 to play in the second quarter. They lead it 10-7. to 7.
7: Just the right amount of time here for, for Brother Rice's offense to be able to run their typical plays, which is getting the ball to, to the running back, Nolan Ray. They got plenty of time to get that done. They still have one timeout. The ball is going to stop every time they get a first down, so for Brother Rice, they're in no rush here to score. Just looking to add on to that lead before halftime. Gojai in the gun. Fakes the throw. It's a draw. Is immediately met in the backfield
6: is Nolan Ray on the handoff. Winowitch in on the tackle, along with Jason Abro, who made a big stop earlier for Country Day. I'll tell you, this game feels like it's all Brother Rice, Dylan, but it's only 10-7. Country Day is certainly not out of this one at all. They're about a a turnover or a stop away from being right back in this one. Just a big play away, like you said. Gojai. Will throw. It's a swing pass to the tight end. Henry Garrity, he makes one man miss, but only gets a gain of one. Or excuse me, a gain of three on second down, so that'll bring up third and nine. This is a big third down for both teams. Brother Rice has a chance to put another score on the board before halftime. 34 seconds left, and they get the ball to start the second half. Country Day needs a stop to stop prevent that from happening. A deep throw looking for Zavi Bowman, and it's intercepted! Underthrown, and it's caught going the other way up the right sideline. Cutting back to midfield is Luke Amori, the senior, makes the pick at the goal line. There's a couple flags down on the play. Not sure if it's going to be pass interference on Country Day.
7: Yeah, and for Brother Rice, that's just the one thing you can't do. For Gojai, the quarterback who's out here just trying to be a game manager today, can't try to make those hero ball plays. He throws it into double coverage, underthrows it, and easy interception there. Great play by the defender for Country Day, but there is a block on the back. Um, I'd be surprised if Country Day tries anything here and just doesn't try to go into damage control mode, take this to second half. So it will
6: be country day ball. After the interception, the block in the back brings them back quite a bit. They were going to have fairly good field position around the 25-yard line. Instead, they're backed up to the 12, and they're just going to kneel it down with 19 seconds left and take this three-point deficit into halftime as Hunter Ryuta kneels it down. So Brother Rice leads it 10-7 to in a back-and-forth Rough and tumble first half over Country Day here at Lawrence Tech. Stick around for the second half. You're listening to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
1: Season 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by The Student Connection and
2: Alliance Catholic Credit Union bishop Folda catholic is a co-ed college preparatory high school with a strong catholic identity and long-standing traditions our students thrive spiritually in the classroom on the field in the community bishop Folda catholic is a family we are proud of our 57 chsl championships and 19 state championships go ventures
1: You're listening to the CHSL
3: Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK, FM 101.5, and AM 1400, the Patriot Detroit, at odyssey.com today. You're listening to the
1: CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot you're listening to the chsl game of the week only on fm
0: 92.7 sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities to listen to respect to understand to practice common decency to have competition without contentiousness sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself let's all work together to not only be good sports but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. It's
1: halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. 10-7,
6: the Warriors lead it over the Yellow Jackets here at halftime at Lawrence Tech. The halftime show coming up for the Catholic High School League game of the week. But before that, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get $20. Just tell them you were listening to this broadcast, the Catholic High School League game of the week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone. And, of course, they have 10 convenient branches to serve you, too. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. The Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Dylan, let's go over the scoring in that first half. There wasn't much of it, but some of it was exciting. Nolan Ray got things open with a 22-yard touchdown on Brother Rice's second drive of the game. And then Graham Doman, after a big Luke Grove 70-yard kickoff return on, after that Nolan Ray touchdown, set up Country Day to score. He punched it in from six yards out and then on brother rice's second to last drive before the half owen party with his highlight of the year kicked a 40 yard field goal and that's where we are 10 to 7 all those scores are brought to you by Sienna heights university find out more at go.sienaheights.edu dylan nolan ray certainly has the highlight of the first half
7: yeah nolan is he's able to bounce off of, of tacklers He's able to use his speed, use his vision in a way that's just very rare, that you hardly see in the state of Michigan. So Nolan Ray, he's a guy who's going to be able to go on, have a nice long career, uh, doing exactly what he's out here doing, and we're truly in for a treat every time we're able to see him play.
6: And perhaps the best dressed player on the field, Zavi Bowman, who I don't know if you noticed, is wearing the the black and white, or the excuse me, the black and orange Air Jordan One cleats. Uh, has been rather quiet tonight, and that's not a, a slight to him. He's just been quiet because he hasn't had to be loud. It's been all Nolan Ray, and, you know, do you think they're going to try to get Bowman going in the second half, or do they not really need to?
7: Well, it just looks like the game plan for today for both teams is kind of just run the ball as best as we can, just get the ball out to our best guy, happens to be the running back for both teams in the absence of their starting quarterbacks. You know, this battle of the backup quarterbacks we have, these guys... They aren't truly experienced in the pass game. And Zavi Bowman's kind of getting the short end of the stick in that in that way. We saw a coach make an audible for him, try to get him the ball in one-on-one. But is just having a little bit of trouble getting a catchable football out there for Bowman. Gojai just
6: one for four on passes in that first half, including an interception. But it came with 19 seconds left before halftime, in which Country Day was not in any position to try to score. So they just knelt it down and took it to the half. Flipping things over to the Country Day side, Gabe Winowich ran well on the first drive. been quiet since, but he's been very loud on the defensive line. He's been that right edge rusher for them. And despite Nolan Ray having a great first half, Winowich has been the reason that
7: this lead isn't bigger for Brother Rice. You're absolutely right about that. Both defensive ends for Country Day have been doing an exceptional job of limiting runs, chasing things down from the back end when needed. But you're, you're 100% right. The sophomore, Gabe Winowich, he stands out for this Country Day football team. He's the guy going against Brother Rice's best offensive lineman and Eric's Dirty. Those two guys are competing. Guys, uh, one different guys winning each each play. But these guys are really going at it out here. And Winterwich is the, is the guy really handling it for Country Day.
6: As we mentioned, no Brandon Mann today. The starting quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. No word on what his injury is. He didn't dress for practice on wednesday or thursday of this week that we know of we don't know if he uh, addressed tuesday or monday but that, that's a difference maker for the yellow jackets man as a guy who can not only throw as we've mentioned but he's ran for over 200 yards not only does that add a dual threat quarterback but that's a second guy next to Winovich that is also a threat to run the ball that really changes the dynamic of your offense
7: Right, that 100% changes the di- the dynamic. Brandon Mann is the, the guy we're looking for to lead this team. Winowich was more so his sidekick being a sophomore out there, and now Winowich has to step up in a major way and kind of makes Country Day's offense one-dimensional. You see Brother Rice just kind of stacking the box, playing to run very aggressively in that first half. And for Country Day and Coach McLean, he has to be happy with the score. He's only down by three at halftime without his star quarterback in. He's just telling his guys to take it play-by-play play and trying to win this game.
6: Yeah, you said it perfectly, Dylan. Despite all the things going wrong for Country Day in the half, they find themselves down just three. We'll be right back with more of the Halftime Show. You're listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week on The Patriot.
1: CHSL Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University.
11: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect is. Can do for you.
5: Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to CHSL Football. See you Monday.
12: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com.
4: Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for another week of Wayne State Warrior football right here on the home of Wayne State Athletics. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The Warriors travel up north to take on the Cardinals of Saginaw Valley State. Fresh off a win over Davenport, the Warriors look to string together a couple wins to finish out the season. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2.45 for the pregame show as we set the scene for a 3 p.m. kickoff right here on The Patriot.
1: The CHSL Game of the Week halftime show continues next.
4: Dennis Prager here on the next Dennis
9: Prager Show. What's happening in Los Angeles? There is now, like in New York City, a prohibition on all the unvaccinated, the criminals of our time, the truly evil. They're not people killing people, according to the Democrats of Los Angeles, but it's the unvaccinated, including people who already had COVID, can't get into a restaurant. On the next Dennis Prager Show.
1: Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on The Patriot
6: second half minutes away let's go over the student connection fundamentals of the half it's got to be brother rice's defense they shut down country days run offense really the only Pitfall Brother Rice had was a 70-yard kickoff return by Luke Grove. The Student Connection has your playbook for success. Experienced tutors who help strengthen academic skills and build great study habits. Find out more at thestudentconnect.com. Don't go anywhere. This is still the halftime show. You're listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot.
1: CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK, the Patriot, is brought to you by... Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
5: Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu.
1: That's the Siena effect. It's time to go inside the huddle with Siena Heights University football. Here's Doug Goodnow.
2: Sienna Heights University's football team travels to Michigan rival Lawrence Tech Saturday in a mid-state, mid-east division battle. Kickoff is at noon. Last week, the Saints rolled past in-state rival Madonna 71-6 in its homecoming game. Ethan Lopresto rushed for 153 of SHU's 444 yards on the day. Gabe Callery and Jalen Williams each had two interceptions to lead the defense. The Saints are now 3-3 three and three on the season, including 2-1 and one in the Mid-States, Mid-East Division. A member of the NAIA, the Saints offer scholarships in athletics, academics, and the arts on our campus in Adrian, Michigan. To learn more about Siena Heights football and Saints athletics, visit shusaints.com. However, did you know that Siena Heights has one of the top online bachelor's degree programs in the nation? Siena Heights has been the top-rated online undergraduate program in Michigan for five consecutive years and is currently enrolling for its online graduate and undergraduate classes. To learn more about our award-winning SHU Global Programs, go to start.sienaheights.edu.
1: That was a look at Siena Heights University football with Doug Goodnow. Stay tuned. The second half of our CHSL Game of the Week is next. Hugh Hewitt believes we're underestimating China.
2: China tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile in August, demonstrating an advanced space capability to cut U.S. intelligence by surprise. The significance of this is that massive U.S. advantage in nuclear weaponry has been eclipsed. Just call them superweapons. They're the worst possible weapon you can have.
1: The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
13: Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout today, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot Detroit, at odyssey.com today.
1: The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues
3: Next. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. <laughs>
6: 10-7, the Brother Rice Warriors lead it at halftime. A quick storyline to follow for the second half. No Brandon Mann for Detroit Country Day. Their starting quarterback is out, and it's a little funny. And When I was talking to Coach Dan McLean yesterday, he told me about his son Danny who went through this Detroit Country Day football program, and Danny ironically described Brandon Mann as a warrior, believe it or not. Right now the Warriors up 10-7. to We'll be back with the third quarter on the Patriots.
9: The
1: CHSL football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Sienna Heights University.
13: Hi, my name is Brayden Willis and I'm a senior at Brother Rice High School. We recently opened our new Center for Learning and Achievement which features programming for academic success leadership development innovative thinking and character it's an incredible springboard to becoming ready for college and for life come see for yourself and visit our open house on thursday november 4th from 6 to 8 p.m go to brrice.edu forward slash open house for more details it's always a great day to be a warrior
4: join sean belegian and josh Rennell for another week of wayne state warrior football right here on the home of wayne state athletics FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The Warriors travel up north to take on the Cardinals of Saginaw Valley State. Fresh off a win over Davenport, the Warriors look to string together a couple wins to finish out the season. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2.45 for the pregame show as we set the scene for a 3 p.m. kickoff right here on The Patriot.
1: You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next.
8: Everyone, Matt Horvath Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child. Mitten Mortgage Lending is happy to be back again this year as a sponsor of Catholic League High School Football. Whether you are a first-time homebuyer, need a refinance, or a veteran looking for a home loan, you know you can trust Mitten Mortgage Lending with your financing. Go to Google, type in Mitten Mortgage Lending, and check out our five-star reviews and see for yourself. And MLS 1723481.
1: Let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast Booth for the start of the second half.
6: Welcome back. Second half, about a minute and a half away here at Lawrence Tech University. Brendan Shabath, Dylan Dixon here in the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast Booth. An Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, and once again, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending the Catholic League High School in the 2022-23 academic year. Now in its sixth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships, including a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details on how to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Dylan, 10-7, to 7, Brother Rice leads it. They're going to start the second half with the ball. Country Day is going to kick off. What's the defensive strategy for Country Day? I mean, they've been loading the box up with eight, nine guys, you know, to try to stop Nolan Ray, and sometimes it's worked, and sometimes it hasn't. He ran for a 22-yard touchdown in the first half. What do you do to, to maybe flip this game? Because although they're only down 10 to 7, we've mentioned that this game is really leaning in Brother Rice's favor.
7: And for Country Day, I think the only thing they want to do here in the second half is just try to ensure that they're not giving up yards to Brother Rice, whether it be by penalties or by just giving field position away. Their defensive strategy's held up pretty well so far. It's just been the fact that Brother Rice is starting with prime field position.
6: We'll see what sort of field position they start with here as Doman will kick it off from his own 40. The only man back to receive for Brother Ice is Cole Lacanaria, the senior who has done a couple things well today for the Warriors. Kick is up. It's a low liner. Lacanaria fields it at his 10. 10. Has some room, hits a hole, gets out to the 30 before he's finally run into a brick wall. That is Gabe Winowich. And it'll be first and 10 from, they'll give him the 31 for the Warriors to start the second half.
7: Yeah, and that's Luka Mori showing up big again for Country Day. If you remember right before the half ended, he got that interception to stop Brother Rice from scoring right before the half. And there he is on the kickoff team showing up strong again.
6: Luke Mori on this this team with his fraternal twin brother, Jake Amori. Jake hasn't done a whole lot tonight for Country Day. We haven't said his name a whole lot. Big wishbone set for brother Rice. One man motions to the left. It's a handoff to Ray looking for blockers at the left side. Gets across the line of scrimmage and pushed out of bounds into his own sideline. Gain of four out to the 35, second and five.
7: Yeah, Nolan Ray on that outside zone stretch play. He's just looking to find that one seam, looking for that one defender that's going to over-pursue the play. And on that on that play, Country Day did a good job of just stringing that play out to the sideline.
6: Country Day still doing that odd man front. aid in the box. It's a handoff to Ray up the middle. He's met at the line. Falls forward maybe for a game. Looks like they'll give him two. So it'll be third and short for the
7: Warriors. And it's wise of Country Day to keep eight men in the box to, to stop this run attack. You can see that that's really the focal point for Rice's offense today. They're getting a very healthy, healthy dosage of Nolan Ray. And third and four, I think we know what Brother Rice wants to do here.
6: Same formation again, Ray on the left side. He does get the ball, trying to run up the middle, gets a hole, makes a man miss. Nolan Ray out into open space. He's only got one man to beat. It's Quentin Hopkins, and he's going to do it. It's a touchdown for Nolan Ray. He bursts it wide open. A 62-yarder on top of a 22-yard touchdown run already. And Nolan Ray gives Brother Rice a chance to go up by 10. 16-7 to 7,
7: extra point coming. And Nolan Ray, he's just a different type of athlete. You can tell on that play when he's able to, to burst through those eight guys at the line of scrimmage. Once he gets through that first level of defense and he's off to the races, it's a race no one else can beat him in, and he scores again.
6: Nolan Ray certainly holds his own as far as making defenders miss and breaking tackles as the extra point is good, 17-7, to 7, Brother Rice. But I'll tell you, everybody in the building – Knew that that ball was going to Nolan Ray on third and four, and his offensive line still bared down and pushed all the Yellow Jacket defenders out of the way. And Nolan Ray, the Red Sea parted for him, and all he had to do was beat Quinton Hopkins in a foot race, and he's going to win that every day.
7: Yeah, it's a perfect storm for the, the offense for Brother Rice. You know, they want to run the ball. They want to be physical. They have the offensive line to do it. And there's a lot of running backs who can make some big-time plays behind that offensive line. But when you factor in Nolan Ray, a Division I type of uh, football player, and putting him at running back for this Brother Rice team is just the, the perfect mix for this team.
6: Nolan Ray, just, just a junior, 5'11", 195. You mentioned him being a Division One running back. Certainly, if he keeps playing at this level, he's going to get some looks from some colleges that are going to want him to come play for them. He keeps running the way he does. Party to kick. Doman and Winowich back to return. This one's going to be fielded by Doman at his own 14. Doman running up the left side, has a couple blocks along the sideline. Doman. Has a little bit of room, gets across the 50, is finally pushed down right in front of his own sideline. A little bit of post-play scuffle here going on between the two teams. A late flag comes in. Dan
7: McLean is livid right now with his players. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the senior getting called, Jaden Freeman, for country day. Just a little bit of extracurriculars after that play. And Coach McLean is livid because that's going to wipe away that huge return they had there. Yards have not been easy to come by. Those big-time special teams play are the reason that they scored on that first drive, on their first scoring drive, and now it looks like that play is going to be wiped away unless they're offsetting penalties here. They marked
6: Doman at the brother rice 49, just barely across midfield by about the length of the football. We'll see what these penalties are.
13: It is going
6: to be an unsportsmanlike conduct on country day. So they took advantage of a good kickoff return earlier in the first half. They start the second half with a good one after the Brother Rice touchdown. And, Dylan, you mentioned that they can't give away free yards and free plays to Brother Rice, and that's what they just did there.
7: Yeah, and that's going to make it a lot lot, a lot harder for this offense to, to move the ball against this Brother Rice team who's so good, so disciplined at holding their gaps and keeping plays down to a minimal gap.
6: Still, other than the touchdown drive, the best field position the Yellow Jackets have had today. Taking the snap is Ryuda. Ryuda keeps it on himself, has a little bit of room, gets the first down. He had the read option. A late flag comes in again. Didn't hand it off to Winnowitz. A lot going on this play. We've got the late flag, and then down for Brother Rice is Luke Sands, who's writhing in pain over there on the far side 40-yard marker. Trainers come over. No signal what the penalty is yet. It is a first down run. We'll see whether it holds up.
7: Yeah, and I think they're going to get Brother Rice for a late hit on the quarterback. You know, refs are extra sensitive to keep these quarterbacks safe, and I think he got tackled out of bounds on that play. And You mentioned number 70, Luke Sands, going down for Brother Rice. That is not a good sign for Brother Rice at all. He's an outstanding player and leader of that defensive line group, and He's going to be missed as he's out. The chains are moving, so it is going to be a penalty
6: on Brother Rice. We don't know what it is yet. They're marking the new spot just inside the Brother Rice 35-yard line. Luke Sands is still down on the far side of the field. Coach K is out there. He's now retreating to the sideline. Doesn't look happy. Sands is one of those guys, Dylan, on the front four for Brother Rice that has... Made a huge impact tonight. It seems like every single play he sheds his block and, and at least affects the runner in the backfield. Maybe doesn't make a tackle or something. But with Country Day marching here, still not out of this game, only down 10. Sands is a guy you want out there.
7: You're 100% right about that. And Country Day is not out of this game. This is the type of drive that they need to build some momentum. And For that leader, for Brother Rice, for, the, for Luke Sands to be coming out of the game, I'm sure that the Country Day guys are starting to feel some positive momentum going.
6: Sands is able to walk off on his own power. I see his right hand on his right groin, it looks like. It's Country Day, first and ten from the brother, Rice, 34. Ryuta in the gun. Winowich to his left, two receivers on the far sideline. Hand off to Winowich. Deliberate in his time and his cadence. Makes a man miss. After contact, Winnowitz bounces it outside. Gets a block from Uta. Gets the first down up the sideline inside the 20-yard line. Again, a late flag. This one comes from the way opposite side of the field. And for the third play in a row, it's a country day first run. We'll see if it holds up with the flag.
7: Right. you got to think that it's some type of block in the back. As you see the Brother Rice guys kind of clapping. But, Amazing run there by Winterwich. It's a shame that it's going to get wiped out by the penalty here, but he should, he did a great job just showing patience. When the, when the play wasn't developed to the front side, he cut it back. Great speed. He's able to pick up 20 prior to the penalty.
6: Winterwich did his best Barry Sanders impression to bounce that to the opposite side of the field, and I think if you're – a blocker dylan correct me if i'm wrong sometimes when you're expecting your your back to be going one direction and all of a sudden he's going to the opposite side of the field but you don't know that and the guy you're blocking does it's kind of easy to get caught maybe for a penalty there
7: yeah 100 percent right it could be a tough task when you got kind of an unpredictable athlete back there just got to do your best and seeing what's going on play and not trying to hit any guys in the back
6: So a bunch set in the backfield. First and five after the penalty. The handoff to Winovich. Jump cuts his way across the line of scrimmage. Pushing forward. Trying to move that pile. He's brought down after looks like a gain of two and a half, maybe three. 10-25 and counting to play in the third quarter. 17-7. Brother Rice still leads it.
7: Yeah. After just about every play, you see one of these Brother Rice players or Country Day players Just talking trash, doing a little bit of extracurriculars. Interesting to see how that kind of boils down as this game gets closer towards the end. Emotions
6: flying high on some Friday night football.
7: With these schools being so close geographically, I'm sure some of these kids have went to middle school together, played on several teams together. I'm sure some of these guys know each other, and it's a really personal battle for them out there. Ryuta
6: under center pitches right to Winowich. Winnewich is brought down in the backfield. A good shoestring tackle there made by number 11, Ethan Swider. The cornerback getting downhill in the backfield to get a big stop on second down that will bring up third and four for the Yellow Jackets.
7: Ethan Swider, he's a corner playing really aggressively in the run game, and I understand... Playing in this Catholic League, this kind of reminds me of one of those old-school Catholic League games where both teams are just trying to run it and take it to each other.
6: Same formation. This time it's a handoff left. Winnowich has absolutely nowhere to go. He's met right at the line, and they're going to stop him. And now a decision for Dan McLean on fourth and four.
7: Yeah, a decision for, for Coach McLean. If they keep the offense on the field, I would expect them to do something that's worked earlier for them, possibly bringing in that full house formation and trying to get the ball to number 32, Graham Delman, on that that counter-reverse type of look to the fullback instead of just doing the predictable thing and getting the ball to number two Winnowich.
6: The offense is going to stay on the field. The Yellow Jackets moving left to right across your radio right now at the Brother Rice, 27-yard line, fourth and four. Down by 10, Ryuta is in the gun, all alone, nobody in the backfield. And a quick timeout for Country Day as it looked like there were some personnel issues. They had a bunch set of receivers on the far sideline and just one split out alone on the near sideline. We'll take a break when we come back. Fourth and four for Country Day from the Brother Ice 27. You're listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots. Season
1: 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by the Student Connection and Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
12: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere, the Student Connection, Uniquely designed for success. The studentconnect.com
6: So after the timeout, Country Day does come out in the same formation, bunch set to the left, Ryuta alone in the backfield, all alone. On the near sideline is the receiver, Cole Wilhelmy, and now a timeout from Coach K and Brother Rice. Nesky wants to talk it over. He looks very upset about something, almost upset at the official, not sure
7: what for. Yeah, and I can't tell if Brother Rice just got the wrong personnel out there. Starting to turn looks to, like
6: it with some subs coming in.
7: Starting to turn to just a little bit more of a chess match right now as both teams know that this is going to be a pivotal point in this game right now. Yeah, this is, so.
6: this is a big play. I mean, Country Day has a chance to, you know, like I said, they're, they're only down 10. They're not out of it, but really get back in this game and make it close. And Brother Rice, if they get a stop here, can almost put it away with the way this game has gone. Another team moving the ball with explosive plays, just kind of long – time-eating drives that if they get a stop here and score this game can essentially
7: be over right it could be right on the way to being over and for rice i mean when they get the ball on offense everyone in the stadium knows who's getting the ball but he's just a different type of athlete he's able to make something out of nothing and if they're able to ride him after getting the stop on this on this possession here time could be running out rather quickly
6: Dylan, you've been right once on your play prediction so far today. What do you think here on fourth and four for the Yellow Jackets?
7: I think if the Yellow Jackets come out with that same formation, I'm just thinking something. I think a read option
6: here. They changed the formation. which in the backfield. It's a, it's a throw from Yuta. He's looking. He's got a man. It is incomplete intended for Gabe Zeldes on the far sideline. That was that 18-yard post that we talked about earlier. That's a really tough throw across field for Ryuta. It hit Zeldas in the hands, but he was well covered, and it's a turnover on downs.
7: Yeah, that throw, that's another decent throw for Ryuta. For he put the ball in both of his, in his receivers' hands, touched it with both hands. He just wasn't able to bring it home due to the tight coverage from Brother Rice's defense. Brother Rice's defense is having one heck of a game again out here tonight.
6: And Now, like we talked about a couple seconds ago, Brother Rice has a chance on this drive to really put a stranglehold on this game. Still plenty of football left to play, but it's been all Brother Rice. Despite only being up 10, this is a handoff to Nolan Ray up the middle. Gets maybe a yard. 8.05 to play in the third quarter.
7: Yeah, and at this point, Country Day's defense, if they weren't before they are able to sell out for the run, It's just the fact that when they all get jumbled in there and they kind of get in the same lane, Melvin Ray does a great job with his vision of being able to sniff out where that open lane is. And once he gets a a lane, he's out of there.
6: And the gun is Gojai. Ray on the left, handoff up the middle again. Ray gets brought down for a gain of two. Dylan, if you're Krasniewski, I imagine you take a shot at some point in the near future. you know, Like like we've talked about, everybody knows the ball is going to Nolan Ray, and he's going to be the one to run it. But in, in certain situations when they had Xavi Bowman one-on-one and when it was near the end of the half they went for him, but don't you think one of these times he's going to try to catch Country Day off guard on a, on a play-action play? I mean, I think so far they've established the run this game. That's something they can do.
7: Yeah, 100%. Play-action would would be a great call earlier in the game they 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 went to the play action looked exactly like their run play but it it sucked in the linebacker next thing you know they have a huge window to throw that slant ball to zabi bowman in he's a big target he has great hands i don't see why they wouldn't want to go back to that when country days out here selling out for the run pretty much every play on this drive. Maybe a great time for, for play action, like you said.
6: And it doesn't even necessarily have to be a play action pass. I mean, this Brother Rice offense has athletes on the outside, Gojai being one of them. He's not exactly known as a runner, but he can move. It can be, you know, they could do a, a, a triple option where it doesn't go to Ray and the whole defense bites on the This, Like you've said, Country Day is selling out on the run here. There's nine guys in the box right now.
7: Yeah, nine guys in the box, and that means one thing on the outside. That's one-on-one coverage for the receivers. And we talk a lot about Bowman, but Cole Lacanaria is one of the best route-running receivers in the state from his slot position. Look out for him on, on the quick out or a bubble.
6: Lacanaria in the slot, Bowman on the outside. Gojai to take the snap. Gojai went a little early. He leaned back before he got that ball. That's going to be a false start, and all points up to that are
7: moved as it is backed up. Now third and long for the Warriors. That'll make it third and 12. Yeah, and it looked like on that third and seven play that they were gearing up for some type of pass attempt. Now with it being third and 12, kind of the Brother Rice history points to maybe a draw, a draw play, a screen play of some sort. Just try to catch defense being aggressive on third both teams in the
6: same formation nine in the box for the yellow jackets just two receivers split out they're the only one's going deep he's looking to throw Lacanaria is wide open over the middle he makes the catch over the shoulder nobody's gonna catch him and just like that it's gonna be a 75 yard touchdown pass from Mark Gojai to Cole Lacanaria and brother rice up 23 to 7.
7: Cole Lacanaria is just a football kid his brothers were two of the, the best Brother Rice football players in, the, in recent history, winning some state championships here. And you can tell that he's learned something from Corey Lacanaria, his older brother, when it comes to that route. He ran he ran a post from his slot receiver spot in one-on-one coverage with the safety. Safety was playing about 10 yards off. And it's such a tough position to play against a speedy guy, one-on-one right there. Lacanaria routes him up. And he is able to take it the rest of the way for a touchdown.
6: Yeah, Speedy is exactly right Lockenaria. Kind of like the Lodge freeway zooming by. Zoom's past the defense and gets the score for the touchdown. 24 to 7. We'll be right back you're listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
12: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. (laughs) TheStudentConnect.com 24-7
6: after the Cole Lacanaria kick, or excuse me, the the big 75-yard pass touchdown. Owen Party now to kick. He kicks a low squibber. That's caught by Doman at his own 30. Doman up the left side trying to get some blocks. Gets only a gain of about four after probably running a total of 20 yards, and that's where country day will take over to start alliance catholic credit union is a proud sponsor of the catholic high school league go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account and you'll get twenty dollars just tell them you were listening to this broadcast the catholic high school league game of the week it's that simple you can apply online and handle everything by phone and of course they have 10 convenient branches to serve you to find everything you need at alliancecatholic.com. alliance catholic credit union is federally insured by the n-c-u-a Country Day has to get something going on this drive here. Ryuta in the gun, fakes the handoff to Winnowidge, trying to get some blocks. Has pulled forward for maybe a gain of one. I don't think so, though. I think it's still going to be second and ten. 6.22 to play in the third quarter. Down 24-7, Dylan. You know, Brother Rice has slowly had some drives, some slow burn drives that have led to touchdowns, but they've also had a couple explosive plays. Other than Country Day's kick return, they haven't had any like that, and they really need one.
7: Yeah, and it's starting, starting to get late in this ball game here as the third quarter is starting to dwindle down. And we just haven't seen much from Country Day's offense other than Winnowich getting some, some good carries here and there. But they're going to have to open up the pass game at this point, being down three possessions.
6: This game's not over, but Country Day has. Sh- not really shown any signs of like we mentioned being able to have an explosive play that leads to a bunch of yards here's Ryuta to throw it's a quick slant and caught there by Jamal Newberry for a gain of five he's brought down at his own
7: 40-yard line that'll bring up third down though and I think that's uh, the first completion there for for country day in this game and that's just a five yard hitch route see if that's able to get something going for country day here but if you're Country Day, you've got to be concerned right now.
6: It is Ryuta's first completion on the day. He's one for three. Just five passing yards all gained right there. 5.05 to play, Ryuta and the gun. Winovich on his left. It's a high snap handoff to Winovich. Running up the left side, bounces forward. Looks like he's just short of that line to gain. I think they're going to give it to him. Just short of the 45-yard line. The chains are moving, so it's a first down for Country Day. And that's a big one. They get a chance to keep this drive alive
7: and even on that play where winowich is able to get five yards brother rice is still playing really good defense he, he tried to get outside at first they stopped it from getting outside forced it back up the middle for a relatively short game
6: i'll tell you what though dylan despite being down gabe winowich looks like a senior out there i mean we've already mentioned how big the kid is six foot 210 but he is just running and playing like a veteran out there and he's just a sophomore he gets the handoff here, running up the middle, trying to hit the hole. It doesn't open up at all. Brother Rice fills it pretty
7: quickly. No game for Winovich. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. Brother Rice just takes pride in the run defense. They're, they're going to force you to beat them through the air. So far, Country Day hasn't had much success trying to do that. Just one completed pass. They're playing right into Brother Rice's hands at this point. So it's
6: 2nd and 9, 3.50 in the quarter. Country Day with the ball on their own, 45. Two receivers right, one to the left. Ryuta does not hand off to Winovich. tries to hit a block. Going the same direction, gets about a yard and is brought down. Interesting decision there by Ryuta. was... A read option and he decided to keep it and then went the same direction which was going to go anyways and and didn't get
7: much out of it right and you just know the play isn't drawn up in that way and you know it's tough to make that read as a quarterback it happens in the snapshot this being his first time in live action playing against one of the best defenses in the state like we've said it's not easy for him to get a clear read on that read option Ryuta looks
6: like he has the tools to be a good quarterback. He just looks a little indecisive right now, and that is going to come with more real time minutes, which he's getting here. A flag comes in to blow the play dead on third and nine. Ryuta was dropping back to pass, and it's a false start on the Yellow Jacket, so they shoot themselves in the foot again. It's going to become third and
7: 14.
6: Third and 14, the last time
7: they went to that scissors play, which is where. The outside receiver runs the post. The inside receiver runs the corner. Kind of trying to get these guys, uh, for Brother Rice in in this quarters defense look that they're doing, trying to get their eyes undisciplined. But we'll see what happens here on this third and long attempt. Ryuta one for three on passes today.
6: Third and 13 might need to throw here. He does step back to throw in the shotgun. Looking to his left, has to roll out. Keeps the play alive, cuts up field, and is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Hunter Riuta did a good job to keep the play going, but nothing manufactured, and it's going to be 4th and 13 in the punt for Country Day. 2.14 I to play in the third quarter.
7: Yeah, Riuta trying to make something happen there, but you can credit Brother Rice and their blanket coverage with the defensive backs and defensive line stand discipline, not opening up any run lanes. And they were just able to stop that play really early.
6: Braden Dowd back to return. Standing at his own 27-yard line. The snap is over the head of Doman on the punt. He's still going to grab it and get it off before it can be blocked. Dowd signals for the fair catch and does at his own 41. That was almost a big disaster for Country Day. Some smack talk going on after the play.
7: Heck of a play there by Graham Delman, just what could have been an early end to the game for Country Day if he wasn't able to recover that and Brother Rice was able to scoop the score. But instead, Bellman's able to pick up, the, pick up the ball and he's able to punt it off in the same instant and kind of salvage the field position for Country Day as they start this defensive drive.
6: Country Day down by multiple scores here, 24-7. On this defensive possession, has to be looking to punch balls loose, and if Brother Rice does elect like to throw it, ball hawking it, trying to get a turnover here and change the swing of this game. Unfortunately, the one turnover for Country Day today came just before halftime, and they weren't in a position to do anything with it. They just had to kneel down as Nolan Ray runs that one up the middle. Two late flags come in. This Ray game. got a game of about Four.
7: This game is just getting chippy all around. So you see the refs kind of going in there, telling Zavi Bowman in the corner for Country Day, hey guys, calm that down. And then on the other side of the field, see we see the 15 yard penalty for a person to foul for Rice.
6: So that'll back Rice up quite a bit. Country Day has a chance to take advantage of this. It'll be first and very long. Line to gain is at the Country Day 49. Line of scrimmage at the Brother Rice 29. You guys do the math. I don't feel like it. One thirty-four to play, 24-7. Brother Rice leads it. Gojai in the gun. Two receivers left, one to his right. Ray to his right, and he hands it off to him. Ray is met in the backfield, but makes a man miss. Gets maybe a yard after bouncing it outside. Brings
7: up second down. Yeah, for Rice, what Coach K is kind of doing is, hey, Nolan Ray, just take the ball, and let's see what you can do with it. And so far, that strategy has been working really well so far. And now, with it being third and long, you wonder if Rice is going to go back to their pass game. That's been pretty good to him.
6: Third and 21. For the Warriors, Country Day has a rare chance to get the ball right back after giving it up on offense. Rice changing formations at the last second, and they're going to actually punt on third and 29, or excuse me, 21. That was really interesting. It wasn't Gojai who was in there. It was Jake Coulter, the punter, which Country Day didn't pick up on. They set up, Brother Rice did, like they were going to run the ball right up the middle in a in a wishbone formation. And then all of a sudden, Coulter backed up, snapped the ball, and punted it away. And it, and it goes deep, gets a Brother Rice bounce, and it's marked down at the 11-yard line of Country Day. So bad field position for the Yellow Jackets. Again, they're going to have to manage it. 38 seconds left in the third quarter.
7: And punts it on third down for Brother Rice. That's nothing but a. There's no disrespect to Country Day. It's just a show of confidence of how dominant this brother Rice defense can be. Coach K thinks his D can go out there, get another three and out, potentially create a turnover, and just get his offense in in field position again.
6: I don't even think it's a a disrespect thing to Country Day, too. I think that's just a smart play. You don't risk a penalty on the third down. You don't risk a turnover, a, a bad loss. That gives Country Day even better field position. There's nobody back there. Doman on the triple option. He's the first option, and he is selected by Ryuta. He only gets a gain of one, though, running up the left side of the line. Second and nine.
7: And for a dominant defense like country, or for Brother Rice, they're excited when the game reaches this point. They know that the, the offense either has to throw the ball up, try to make some plays, which is where the DBs start going into ball hawk mode. But with these big t- with these big wishbone formations, they're just looking for runs. This one...
6: There's a run up the middle to Winowich. He's brought down, hit first by Andre Cade, brought down by a bunch of Warriors when it's all said and done. And that will strike the clock on the third quarter. Three quarters down, one to play. Brother Rice leads it by a score of 24-7 here at Lawrence Tech University. You are listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week. We'll be right back with the fourth quarter. CHSL
1: Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University.
11: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you.
3: Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com download the app for free at the apple store or google play for 24 7 access to detroit's conservative talk station throughout the day you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics policies and politicians making headlines plus on-time traffic news and weather updates stream wdtk fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot detroit at odyssey.com today
1: The fourth quarter of the CHSL Game of the Week
6: starts now. The fourth quarter certainly does start now. Ryuta takes the snap, hands off on a swing pass. Catch is made by Luke Grove, and he's wrestled down. The ball came loose. The Warriors say they have it. The pile is right at the country day, or excuse, yeah, the country day 15-yard line. The crowd is cheering. I didn't see a signal from the officials, Dylan. Yeah, and now they signal brother Rice ball, so it's a fumble recovered by the Warriors. <laughs> That's the exact wrong way to
7: start the quarter for Country Day. Ethan Swider is just a baller out there at corner. He's looking to make a big time play, and his receiver gets a screen pass. He breaks it up. At first, I thought the ref said incomplete, but it looks like they changed the call. They huddled together to get the call right, and they called it a fumble, Brother Rice football.
6: And the ironic thing, and this may just be the game of football, being ironic like this, is that Country Day came into this game leading the turnover battle over the course of the season. They had almost triple the number of turnovers that Brother Rice did, and, and both of them have one turnover tonight, but Brother Rice has the one that really matters, and it's that fumble right there. Deep in Country Day territory, 24 to seven already. Brother Rice can put this game away right now.
7: 100%. And you see why both of these head coaches have elected to keep the ball on the ground so much with these with these guys who are the backup quarterbacks for their team. Every time they've gone to the air, it hasn't been great. Other than that, Cole Lockenaria touchdown pass, touchdown reception that we saw earlier.
6: Go Jai and the wishbone. Ray behind him. Sends one in motion. Hand off to Ray. Up the middle. Gets forward. falls forward for about one. Inside the 15-yard line. Now they're going to officially mark him at the 14. So it will bring up third down.
7: Interesting formation as their star left tackle, Eric Zodary, is playing like the H-back wing position and motioning. You kind of know that it's more of a run formation, but you wonder if they have some type of play action look to get the big guy a touchdown.
6: Dartery on the right side now. Same formation again other than that. Motion again to the right side. This time it's a fake handoff. It's a bootleg. He's looking to throw and brought down. Is Gojai a big sack for Country Day on third down? Getting in on the tackle was Cole Wilhelmy
7: Cole Wilhelmy, he's been having a heck of a day from his defensive end position and no play bigger for him tonight than that 20-yard sack that he just got on that play-action pick. Wilhelmy
6: six tackles on the season, eight assisted tackles, four tackles for loss, make it five with that one, and his first sack of the season for Cole Wilhelmie. Now Country Day playing deep pass coverage on this fourth and very long. Brother Rice is going to go for it. Three receivers left, one to the right. Gojai looks left, has to step up in the pocket as it collapses. Now he's going to run, makes a couple men miss, hits another juke, and is finally brought down hard back near the original line of scrimmage at the 15-yard line by Graham Doman. Excuse me, Luca Mori on the tackle.
7: Yeah, Luca Mori out there making just another big play from his safety position. In that time it's a bone crushing open tackle, open field tackle there. Not an easy play to make for a safety.
6: Luka Mori laid the hard hit there, and now Country Day. Fortunate to not go down even more after that turnover back where they started now with just less time to work with. 941 left in the game. Yellow Jackets down by a bunch. 17 right now is the deficit. They've got A long way to go, 85 yards, before they can get some points.
7: Still a winnable game for them at this point, but their offense has to have some urgency here. Ryuta keeps
6: himself on the read option, has a blocker up the right sideline. Ryuta with a little bit of space, has a couple men to beat. He's not going to do it. He's pushed out of bounds hard. Flags come flying in as those were a couple late hits. Ryuta got a big gain out to the 50. It's a 35-yard run for him. And there's going to be a little bit more added on with the late hit.
7: Yeah, Ryuta, he's some type of athlete out there at quarterback. He may not be able to complete too many passes just yet, but give him a chance. He has some real speed at quarter, from the quarterback position, and he poses a major threat in the run game.
6: We've mentioned some of the questionable decisions Ryuta has made in the read option, so it's only fair that we give him credit, and that was the exact right decision there. Nobody was on that far side of the field except for... Him and his one blocker, Caleb Mathis Miller, and he sure made advantage of it. He gets a 35 yard carry across midfield and into Brother Rice territory with the penalty. They'll spot the ball at the 38, first in 10, 9.29 to play. A big chunk of yards for the Yellow Jackets that they needed, not too much time comes off that clock. Same formation, two receivers right, one to the left. Ryuta in the gun. This time, hands off. It's a pitch. It's a it's a fake and wide open. Is Quentin Hopkins down low and it's caught. Hopkins inside the five and he's brought down. It was the reverse pitch back to throw deep. The trick play. Jake Amori made the throw to Quentin Hopkins and now quickly two plays. They've gone 80 yards. They're inside the five. Mark it down officially at the four. The Yellow Jackets are knocking on the door.
7: Yeah, the Yellow Jackets, they're a team that's built for November play, playoff football. Those big type of plays right there are what they need to move their offense. Ethan Swider, the cornerback, who's been making big plays, has had his eyes in the backfield all game, and he paid for it that time.
6: Dan McLean opening up his playbook. The ball's fumbled. Fumbled on the snap is Ryuta, and it's picked up by Brother Rice. Oh, my, how the tables have turned. Disaster for the Yellow Jackets just what it looked like they were going to make things interesting. It's Brother Rice ball on the, on their own five-yard line.
7: Yeah, that's tough. That's heartbreaking for Country Day. The two biggest plays of the game, they've had them on those last two plays, and then right there, right when they're in the red zone, knocking on the door for a touchdown, they fumble the snap, give Brother Rice the ball, and look for Brother Rice to try to bleed the clock for 90 yards all the way down the field it was
6: was an eye formation and Ryuta turned around to hand the ball off and he just forgot one thing and that was the football left it at the line and now Brother Rice takes over they'll mark it at the 6 high snap Gojai handles it though Nolan Ray makes a couple men miss before bouncing forward across the 10 yard line to the 12 9.03
7: to play yeah, Nolan Ray looks looking like he's shaking up on this play and not what you want to see from Brother Rice heading into playoff play.
6: Absolutely the last guy you want to see down on the field for Brother Rice. Luke Sands already came out earlier in the game with an injury. He's still hobbling on the sideline. We haven't seen him since then. That was back at the first half, and obviously we've mentioned it already. Brandon Mann has been out this entire game for Country Day, the starting quarterback he is still down.
7: Yeah, and earlier in the game we noticed Nolan Ray hobbling off. He came back with his ankle taped up and now looks like they're giving some type of medical attention to his knee ankle area and we're hoping the best for this guy.
6: Ray now being helped up by the trainers. It is that same ankle that he won't put weight on. He's going to be helped off. By the trainer not setting down that left ankle at all and certainly what you don't want to see from such a talented back like Nolan Ray who's had a a, just a fantastic game so far adding on to a fantastic season he's carrying the ball at a rate of eight yards per carry that's got to be one of the best in the state and he's carried it probably at the same rate today 9 0 1 to play though still got football left 12 yard line brother rice has it gojai in the pistol Takes it, hands off to the freshman Vegas Say, who's met at the line.
7: Nowhere to go, whistle blows. Gate of zero. And there's Vegas C, the freshman running back, just trying to pick off where the superstar junior left off, but that's no easy task for a Brother Rice running back.
6: C, as we mentioned earlier, has 80 yards on the season on just 31 carries looks like he has a chance to be a talented back just a freshman third and four now he's back there in the backfield with Gojai and jumping early pre-snap were the Yellow Jackets they're going to jump off sides and that will move the ball forward for an automatic first down, a, a bad mistake there from Country
7: Day. Yeah, and that's just kind of symbolic of how this night has gone for Country Day. They started it off first drive with a penalty. I said they can't shoot themselves in the foot, and that right there where it matters on third and short, third and four, they give up the first down easily.
6: That's Zay Kazia, who has received high praise from Coach Dan McLean for his work this season because he is also on that offensive line for Country Day. Who, that offensive line has five players on it and holds three juniors, all of which who took over starting spots from seniors the year before who all moved on to play either Division One or Division Two college football everywhere. And McLean has said that, that he's really proud of the way those juniors have played so far this season, stepping up into more responsible roles, and, and they've played well tonight, though, against that Brother Rice front four. That's a tall task.
7: Yeah, they, they've definitely played well here tonight. Maybe not doing enough to pull out the W, but it's a team game. Doesn't all fall on them. You wonder if we're going to see Brother Rice kind of, they, they're still getting that same look from the secondary when Cole O'Connoria scored from that slot position. Third and about six yards here. I think it's the time to dial up the Cole O'Connoria slot some type of specialty route out of the slot position for Cole he is in the slot
6: D'Angelo gets it in the pistol running left trying to get the first down on third and four I think he's just short Keeps running as he's brought down near the left sideline 646 to play still a 17-point lead for the Warriors they are gonna mark D'Angelo short and out comes the
7: punt team for the Warriors yeah, and that Brother Rice run game is just not the same when they don't have Nolan Ray in there making some super spectacular plays, you know, kind of beating two to three guys by himself. It's just not the same when he's not in there.
6: Snap is a little high. Punt is very low. Takes another Brother Rice bounce, though. It landed originally at just outside the 50-yard line in Jumped all the way to the Country Day 35. So it'll be first and ten Yellow Jackets from their own 35-yard line. It's down 24-7 to with 6-10 to play in this game.
7: Country Day sold out for the block on that play. Coulter, 6 for 5 punter, just able to get that thing right off. And it was a low punt, but still gets that nice bounce. Starts starts Brother Rice off with good defensive field position. Country
6: Day is going to try to replicate the first two plays of that last drive, which was a 35-yard run by Hunter Riuta. And then a big trick play that led to a pass, a pitch and catch between Luca Mori and Quentin Hopkins inside the five-yard line where the Yellow Jackets eventually turned it over on a fumble. Riuta looking to throw. He's looking left, has to step up in the pocket. Makes a man miss, gets across the line, cream, which makes another man miss. Ryuta still on his feet, pushing towards the sideline. He's finally brought down. Some jawing going on after the play. Looked like Brendan, or excuse me, Lucas Shalal was not happy with Ethan Swider, who kind of came down on Ryuta after that. It's a game, I think, 6 or 7 for Ryuta. The clock is stopped at 549 for an injured player. It's a a warrior down there on the field near the 40-yard line.
7: Yeah, and that's number eight, Langston Neville's down on the ground for Brother Rice, and this could be their third guy that they're losing right now. Looks like he's able to walk off the field under his own control.
6: And Neville's does look okay. He seems fine talking to Coach Krasniewski as he walks off. So He'll come off for a play. And it looks like it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Country Day that has backed the ball up to their own 30-yard line, that's
7: probably on Lucas Shalal. You just can't do that when your team trying to get back in the game. You just can't give away free yards.
6: Taking the snap is Ryuta, handing it off to Doman, who gets tripped up in the backfield, can't get back to the original line of scrimmage. So that'll bring up second
7: and long. 15 is the amount needed for the first. And I'm not sure how long Brandon Mann will be out for country day. The, the heart and soul of their football team makes big plays on both offense and defense as well as being the punter. But if there's a, any silver lining in this game, Hunter Ryuta's definitely found a little bit of rhythm in this second half. Was
6: well, Stepping back to pass and Quentin Hopkins wasn't ready for the snap. It wasn't even... Necessarily a false start it was Hopkins never went But I think he might have moved a second before so the plays blown dead and it'll back him up five more yards so now second and 20 For the Yellow Jackets 504 to play
7: And The thing that's going to bother coach McLean more than anything about this loss today Is just the amount of penalties and, and penalty yardage that he's giving up and his team is giving up tonight
6: Ryuta in the gun, hands off to Doman. Doman running up the middle,
7: barreling forward for a gain of four. It looks like it's just starting to reach that point in the game where Coach McLean's just trying to get out of this game with his guys healthy and just take it out to next week as they've just run the ball pretty much on this drive, kind of running down the clock a little bit.
6: 4.22 and counting, third and 16 for Country Day, they need a first down here to keep the hopes alive that window is shrinking and shrinking quickly with every tick of the second one receiver right, two to the left you're listening to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot Catholic League Game of the Week, Ryuta rolling out as he looks to throw, couldn't get it, nobody was available,
7: he gets out of bounds and unfortunately 35 Unfortunately, we've seen a lot of that for Country Day and Rayuda today. Rayuda has nice speed from the quarterback position, but a little bit further in his growth and development, you want to see him able to just keep his eyes downfield and try to make a play by passing it off to one of his guys who may be running open down the field instead of just committing to be a runner in those long yardage situations because Brother Rice wants him to run the ball so they're able to bottle him up quickly.
6: All facets of this Brother Rice defense have been in tune today. The front four have been fantastic. They've stopped the run very well. And in pass coverage, Hunter Riuta has rarely had receivers open. Now Riuta is back to punt. He sends a low one picked up by Brandon Dowd, or Braden Dowd, excuse me, near his own 40. And he's pushed out around the 43 at his own sideline. So with 350 left, Brother Rice we will run a couple plays and try to put this one away
7: for good. And it's been a good job by Braden Dow, the punt returner all game. He's, he's recovered every punt. He's not letting punts hit the ground and bounce for several yards. He's part of the reason that Brother Rice has been getting excellent field position on every drive. 3.50
1: to,
7: pray,
6: to play vegas c still in for the injured nolan ray doubt he'll come back in this game not only because of the injury just because it's garbage time now c a couple weaving moves through the line pushes forward for about six
7: and when it comes to c out there the freshman running back you can definitely see that he has some talent to work with he's quick he's fast he he understands Woody Long needs out. to be doing at running back, but it's just going to take him about a year to get in that varsity football weight room, add a little bit more size, and he's going to be a problem for years to come.
6: Gojai with two receivers split opposite. Moves C to his left in the gun. C met immediately in the backfield. That's a good leg tackle there by Jason Abro tell you when abro gets in the backfield he gets his money's worth feels like every time i've seen him back there he's made the tackle
7: yeah abro he gets back there in a hurry that's the thing about him he's he's a quick penetrator and he's coming from a linebacker position so he's doing a good job of reading his keys getting downhill and most importantly making the tackle in space
6: same formation again but this time with c on the right now Gojai looks to throw, quickly gets it out. It's caught for the first down and pushing forward. A good catch there and run after is made by Tommy LaBruzzi, moving the chains for Brother Rice.
7: Tommy LaBruzzi, in the past weeks we've called his name a little bit more, but there he is showing up big time on third down, able to move the chains. But most importantly for the Rice team, he stays in bounds and keeps the, the clock turning.
6: LaBruzzi's got gloves on, but I know they're not to keep his hands warm. They're for keeping that ball sticky, and I'm amazed he was able to hang on to that one.
7: Right. That was yeah. a perfect throw by Gojak. And the
6: frigid Michigan temperatures here in October. C runs it up the right side, falls forward for a gain of one. And on the tackle was Doman.
7: Vegas C there again. Just he's able to, to use his vision. He, he's developing some nice patience to be able to stay behind those blockers. As tempting as it is for him to just run full speed to the outside. He's letting his play develop. He's understanding that he has one of the better offensive lines in the state. and He's just running behind those guys.
6: As Gojai takes the snap and with a minute 25 left will just kneel it down
13: third
6: down we'll bring up third down not sure if we're going to get another real play in here or not i think the math tells us no that with the play clock and the game clock brother ice can just kneel this down one more time and this game can be over Kojai waiting for as much time as possible to take the snap. Brother Rice is going to win this one and move to 6-3 and three on the year. Country Day is going to fall to 4-3. and three. It's a quality win for a Brother Rice team who's looking for things to be happy about. They had their signature win this season with St. Mary's, but haven't quite lived up to expectations against the Catholic League losing to Catholic Central and Salle, two good football teams. Salle, that was a very close game. But Brother Rice picks up a good home win here against the Yellow Jackets of Country Day, 24-7, an all-around quality performance by Brother Rice, Dylan.
7: Yeah, for Rice, that right there is another signature win to add to their season right before playoff time. They're playing a good football team, a team that's been to some state title games, and that builds the confidence for them right ahead of playoff season. Rice is one of those teams that's built for October, built for November, built for that cold football that, that Michigan is known for. That defense is something to behold. And as long as they got that defense, they're going to be able to hang with a lot of different teams. And- Hopefully for Rice, they get number 22, Nolan back because he's the heart that turns their offense. This
6: was a classic Catholic League matchup, a rough and tumble smash mouth, run it down the middle football game. A couple entertaining flashy plays. Brother Rice pulls out the victor 24-7. to For Dylan Dixon, I'm Brendan Shabath. Stick around for the Catholic High School League Game of the Week post-game show on FM 101.5 at AM 1400 The Patriot. Don't go anywhere.
1: CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK, The Patriot, is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK,
0: Detroit. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
1: The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by... Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
0: Mother Cabrini's vision resonates through the halls of Cabrini Catholic Schools every day as we focus on the education of the mind, body, and soul. Over 110 classes augmented by STEM labs and a new student collaborative center emphasize the mind, while 30 sports teams combine with a leading theater troupe and a musical program to educate the body. All of this in front of a faith-filled backdrop where the soul is enriched by Catholic teachings in an affordable Catholic school setting. Visit cabriniparish.org for more information.
1: Season 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by The Student Connection and Alliance Catholic Credit Union concerned about
5: unpredictable rising college tuition costs Sienna heights university is taking a bold step to remain affordable the siena tuition advantage plan means more price certainty including potentially one tuition price during your time at siena a catholic university located in adrian michigan siena heights also offers scholarships in academics athletics and the arts find out what the siena tuition advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu.
1: that's the siena effect the CHSL Game of the Week post-game show is next on The Patriot.
5: Hey, it's Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. So thrilled to be in Detroit with all of my camp house buddies. Howdy, folks. It's Larry Weissoon, Mr. Whitetail. Hey,
6: this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. God bless America. Good morning, everybody. It's Jace Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Billy, if you don't sit down, those ducks are never going to come in.
2: <laughs> professional angler, Kevin Van Dam. Billy, let's go fishing. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors.
5: Saturday morning at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The
0: Patriot.
6: Welcome up to the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. You're listening to the Catholic League Game of the Week post-game show with Brennan Shabath and Dylan Dixon. Dillon, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. And once again, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending the Catholic League High School in the 2022-23 academic year. Now, in its sixth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships, including a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details and how to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the N- by the NCUA. Now, Dylan, let's take a look at the Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard for some scores of games that are finishing up around the league as we just finished this one here. Brother Rice winning 24-7 over Country Day.
7: Yeah, down in southeast Michigan, we, we have the treat of some of the best high school football in the area. Um, Forreston coming off a loss last week. They're up 21-13 to 13 over Howell. Um, a little bit up north, we have Lapeer up 28-21 to 21 over Davison. We have Belleville football out here in southeast Michigan. They're up 46-9 to nine as they're poised to make a pretty good play- playoff run this year. We got Dearborn up 43-34 to 34 over traditional power. Canton right now, Dearborn's having an excellent season. They just beat the crosstown rival, Forreston, last week. And then also in that Oakland league, we have Livonia Churchill up 31-21 to 21 over Novi. And Churchill, who's having an excellent season, just one loss under their belt right now. And they lost their starting quarterback to a broken leg. And they're up big right now. So, Dylan, after talking about the scores around the league and
6: you've been play, paying attention to, uh, obviously paying attention to high school football in the area, you got a favorite for for the playoffs coming up here? A favorite team? A sleeper
7: team? Maybe something that you expect to see? Well, one team that we've been covering all year—they're not necessarily a sleeper, but they're poised to make that run this year. And I'd—I'd I'd be shocked if their season ends without them going to four Field. De La Salle has been balling out of control this year. Their junior quarterback, Brady Drogosh, we had a chance to see him last week. It was a, a bad weather game out there at Wayne State. And he was able to put together a five-touchdown performance, over 220 yards rushing. And we'll have a chance to see him tomorrow at four field as they take on UOD in the prep bowl.
6: De Salle despite losing coach Mike Giannone recently, has been able to remain a powerhouse. And that's a credit to the players that they have there and the foundation that coach Giannone built over there. On the other side of the Catholic League, Brother Rice, a team who put up a good fight against De La Salle and put up an even better fight here today against Detroit Country Day. They win this one 24-7. A lot of players to talk about. Um, you know, the the, the quarterback, uh, Gojai, had, had a good game for Brother Rice. Cole Canaria had that big touchdown. Nolan Ray was obviously the standout player whose name we couldn't get out of our mouths. But who was your favorite player from the game?
7: Huh, my player of the game for Brother Rice I'm going to go out and give the big guy some love because without that offensive line of Brother Rice and specifically the guy who is moving around from whether it's defensive tackle, whether it's wing back, number 56, Eric's Darty. He's going to be a big-time player. He's going, to, he's going to go on, play some college ball. He's going to be one of those guys who has a, cho- a shot to play on Sunday. Anytime you got a guy that big, physical, and mean, you got a great football player, Eric's Darty. Let's give him the player of the game tonight.
6: I gotta give mine to co players of the game and it's it's the two running backs for both teams, Nolan Ray and Gabe Winowich, both very talented guys, both young guys, Nolan Ray a junior, Winniwich a sophomore, and I, I certainly, certainly hope Ray is okay with that left angle. We you know, we saw him go out down in the first half, came back with a taped ankle and then there in the fourth quarter was down again. Wouldn't put any weight on that left ankle as he walked or was helped off the field certainly hope he's okay and we hope to see him back next week and, and winowich just seems like like an over an overall football player i'm not sure if he's done growing or, or not yet but he's he, he's a big kid already and, and if he's only getting bigger that's certainly scary and he's good on the defensive side he really plays both sides of the ball well and uh, runs the ball well and it is only going to get better for country day i'm sure we'll be seeing him playing on saturdays sometime soon in the near future one more segment of the post game show coming up stick around you're listening to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
12: I'm Grace, a senior at Mercy High School in Farmington Hills. Mercy is preparing me for college and for life. Mercy's excellent curriculum, including calculus and AP biology, is giving me the academic edge to attend a prestigious university. At Mercy, I am part of a sisterhood of students who help strengthen my faith. With a variety of sports and clubs, every student has a place here. Discover what it means to be a Mercy Girl at our open house on Sunday, October 24th from 1 to 3 p.m. Visit- us online at mhsmi.org. We are Mercy. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere, the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success the studentconnect.com.
4: meet tim hey what's up he's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy and when he's done battling aliens on his ps5 in his parents basement i'm sure he'll get right to work Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com.
1: The CHSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next.
4: Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for another week of Wayne State Warrior football right here on the home of Wayne State Athletics. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The Warriors travel up north to take on the Cardinals of Saginaw Valley State. Fresh off a win over Davenport, the Warriors look to string together a couple wins to finish out the season. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2.45 for the pregame show as we set the scene for a 3 p.m. kickoff right here on The Patriot.
6: Thank you, everyone around the local area who tuned into this game today. Brother Rice takes the win, twenty-four to seven, on the Catholic League game of the week. Next week is an, aside, is an exciting one—the Prep Bowl. Bishop Foley taking on Everest. That one won't be on this station, though. It'll be on ninety-two point seven FM, fifteen hundred AM. That's on Faith Talk Detroit for the Prep Bowl kickoff. Is next Saturday at one-thirty. And, Dylan, I got to see a little bit of Everest earlier this year when I did a game a couple of weeks ago. Haven't seen Bishop Foley yet. What do you like between those two teams next Saturday?
7: Yeah, Bishop Foley, they're one of the best-kept secrets in in the entire state, and it, it starts with their running back, Jackson Zider. We had the pleasure of seeing him play this year, a little bit earlier against Divine Child, and he absolutely went off. He tore it up from his running back position, and not only did he play – Running back. He's, he's also a defensive back out there, and he's, out, he's running routes for the offense. If you know what that means, he's playing great coverage. He's blanket coverage guys, and I even saw him catch an interception and run it back in jet speed to the end zone. So he's going to be a problem tomorrow for, for Everest Catholic, and they're going to have their hands full with him. And it's his senior year. He's been balling for two to three years at the varsity level, doing a big. And tomorrow is going to be his big show at Ford Field. And
6: now, uh, Everest, they've got a quality football team over there. They've had a very successful past three or four years. And when we got to watch them play, I don't exactly remember the final score, but it was nothing close. It was 56 to three or something over Cardinal Mooney. They dominated that game. They're a very smart, meticulous football team. They do all the little things right, they do the fundamentals very right there starting running back actually got a 36 on his act so he's a, a very smart kid leading an even smarter offense over there and, and uh, i think that's going to be a very good game between those two tomorrow at 130 uh, for the prep bowl i think that's going to be a fun one to watch
7: yeah definitely going to be a, a, a high-powered matchup you know with ever scoring those big numbers earlier in the year foley's been putting up big numbers Look to see a lot of fireworks in that early game. And then later on, we'll have the, the kind of bigger game between De La LaSalle and U of D. Jesuit, who won the league this year.
6: Yeah, the, that's uh, our alma mater, so we're going to be excited to see how that one goes. I, I tell you, I like Matt Lewis as the coach over there at U of D. Jesuit. He's done a lot of things. He's really turned that program around, but De La LaSalle is a powerhouse at a tough school. Do you, do you give... Are Cubs any chance tomorrow against against
7: the pilots? Um I think I think the Cubs will be happy to be able to play at four field, you know, bring back their tradition of, you know, making it to the prep bowl. You know, they drop down to the lower league from the Catholic League Central to, you know, give them opportunities to compete on the stage like this and all they can ask for is an opportunity. And when they get on the field, it's an equal matchup in their eyes, but I'm going to call it now that De Salle is probably going to be walking away with that Catholic League prep bowl of victory tomorrow. Uh,
6: I'll tell you what, growing up when I was doing these games, announcing as a, a high schooler for the Cubs, there were there were plenty of games like that where it really looked like they never stood a chance, and there were a couple that they made close or even pulled out for a victory. So, you know, that's why we play the game, never count them out. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Be sure to tune in to that one and pay attention to that. Also tune in to the Bishop Foley game, taking on Everest, as we mentioned. That's on Faith Talk, Detroit, 92.7 FM, 1500 AM, one thirty PM tomorrow at Ford Field for the Prep Bowl. Brother Rice wins this one here at Lawrence Tech University playing host Warriors versus Yellow Jackets from Detroit Country Day, 24-7, to your score. You've been listening to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots.
12: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com.
8: Attention Realtors, are you sick and tired of working with a lender that you can't get a hold of? Are you and your clients tired of waiting 30 days or more to close? Your lender is an extension of you, and they value the work you do for their clients as well. At Mid Mortgage Lending, you can expect consistent closings in 14 days or less. Their rates are great, but their service is even better. Check out their five-star Google reviews and see how Mint Mortgage Lending can help you grow your business and help your clients get their keys without any headaches.
4: NLMS 1723481.
11: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienahights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you.
6: Twenty-four to seven, the final at Lawrence Tech. Before we put a bow on this show, Dylan, let's take a look at the Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Get some updates around the state.
7: Yeah, and we go to the Downriver League. Gibraltar Carlson, with their first-year head coach. Landon Grove able to pull up pull out the uh, the upset over their crosstown rival the Woodhaven Warriors who are actually ranked number twenty one in the state twenty eight to fourteen today that's a big time a big time win for that program uh, Rockford Rams out on the west side of the state they won twenty eight to six over Grand Haven today not much of a surprise for that team Clarkston today number eight in the state beat Oak Park fifty to twenty eight. And then the, the big-time matchup for Michigan versus Ohio. We have number one Detroit King in the fourth quarter against Ohio Muller, and they're down by one. It's 21-20 to 20 with 6.30 left in the fourth quarter right now.
6: See if we can rush home in time to catch the finish of that one, maybe. Maybe not. See if King can pull off a, a win there. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get 20 bucks. Just tell them where you were listening and that you were listening to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by the phone. Of course, they also have 10 convenient branches to serve you, too. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Dylan, we had a fun game here tonight. It was a a 22-yard touchdown run that Nolan Ray opened the scoring with for the Warriors. And then it was Doman, uh, Graham Doman, for the Yellow Jackets who on the triple option drive after a 70-yard Luke Grove kick return set up Graham Doman for a touchdown to get Country Day's only score of the day and really their, their only offense every drive after that. They had a couple good ones but eventually materialized into nothing and then... Uh, Nolan Ray again had a 75-yard touchdown run, and then Lacanaria Cole did ha- have a big 75-yard uh, touchdown catch, and then a, a highlight, for- a kicking highlight from Owen Party was a was a 40-yard field goal near the end of the first half, his career-long, just his second made field goal this season, and doing all the math, adding all that up, if you were paying attention. At home is 24-7, to the final, Brother Rice over Country Day. A good game, Brother Rice did exactly what they needed to, and I mentioned before the game that when asking Coach Krasniewski if he expected a win, he expected to play well is what he said, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah,
7: play well, that's all the coach is looking for. He, he doesn't want his guys looking at the scoreboard, focused about what's going up on the scoreboard, but more so just take it play-by-play, drive-by-drive, and play well. If you if you do that, coach tells the guys all the time, if you're able to just play well, focus on that, not focus on the score, we'll probably like the result at the end of the game. And Brother Rice did today. That's all for our
6: post-game show for the Catholic League. Game of the week for Dylan Dixon. I'm Brendan Shabath. Be sure, everybody, to tune in tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. for the Pret Bull on 92.7 FM, 1500 AM. Faith Talk, Detroit, Bishop Foley taking on Everest Collegiate. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for listening to the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. This broadcast is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and The Student Connection. Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK.